Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Uh, very, very exciting uh, episode to have Jeff Carlin on the show. Been trying to uh, nail down a date with old Jeffy G. I didn't call him that. Old Jeffy G, and uh, and we finally found one, and we recorded, and surprisingly, it's it's not four hours long. I'm kind of surprised by that. We kept it tight, we kept it light, and we had a lot of fun. A couple announcements up top. First of all, uh, Vikram Gandhi is uh, going to be doing the show. Some of you might have seen that on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Um, and he is the star and director and writer of this film called Kumare, which is a documentary about... This is not the sponsor. This is just me talking. Uh, it's a documentary about a guy who pretends to be like a spiritually enlightened guru to see if he could get followers and then kind of reveal uh, towards the end that he is not actually a guru, uh, which is just, of course, perfectly up my alley and a great film. It's on Netflix, or you can uh, g- consume it many other ways. I'm sure on Apple TV or whatever. I just uh, I think you can enjoy the podcast without seeing the movie, but I bet you'd enjoy it more if you had. So check that out. Also, uh, check out uh, Inside Amy Schumer. Which is, uh, oh, I gotta make sure that's. Okay, I just checked. It is called Inside Amy Schumer. I, I just know it as my friend Amy Schumer's show. It premieres on April 30th on Comedy Central. From what I've seen, it is so funny. Neil Brennan directed some of the episodes from Chappelle's show and also from this show, and he says it's so, so great. So I am plugging that for no reason. We, we are not told to plug that. I just told Amy that I would plug it. So check it out. Inside Amy Schumer, April 30th. And check out Kumare, which I'm also plugging just because I uh, think you guys will like it and you'll enjoy the podcast that much more. Uh, Other things to plug. Nice Try the Devil is my uh, new stand-up hour special. It airs May 12th, 11 p.m. on Comedy Central. And the CD DVD is going to be available May 14th and is currently available uh, for pre-order on Amazon.com. You can email the show by going to Facebook Facebook.com slash You Made It Weird. You can buy a You Made It Movies episode. That's a great way to support the show. Uh, search for those on iTunes. It's me and a guest watching a movie and kind of doing a commentary over that. And here are the tour dates. I am going to be, I'm leaving tomorrow for Austin, Texas, doing a live You Made It Weird tomorrow. Uh, that's Wednesday, April 24th for Moon Tower Comedy Fest. And I'll be there the rest of the week doing stand-up shows. Cleveland, Ohio, I'll be at Grog Shop for one night, May 16th. Washington, D.C., the 930 Club on May 22nd. Philly, finally rescheduled Helium, coming to Philadelphia May 23rd through 25th. And Bloomington, Indiana for uh, well, two nights for the Limestone Comedy Festival, June 7th and 8th. Check that out. The sponsor is Bonobos. That's bonobos.com. If you're looking for uh, quality, I'm going to say quality clothing, focused on the fit of clothes and customer service, stuff like uh, denim, casual shirts, suits, blazers, go to bonobos.com. You can either set up a uh, personal shopping experience, which they call a guide shop, or enjoy 20% off your first purchase when you type in the code PETE at checkout. You also get free shipping, I believe... Shouldn't say that if I'm not sure. No. Yo, no, there it is. Free returns. Yeah. I was kind of close. Anyway, Bonobos, focus on good fitting clothes, wonderful clothes that aren't itchy, aren't uncomfortable, aren't stupid. If you want to look 
dare I say crispy, go to bonobos.com, type in Pete, you get 20% off your first purchase, which is pretty sweet. B-O-N-O, like Bono, B-O-S, like bows, like two bows, like two bows and no baseball, bonobos.com, check it out. That's it. Enjoy the episode, everybody. All right, it's a good one. Life are showing you. I'm gonna order a pizza. Order pizza, pizza. too. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast got a pizza with different toppings that you eat, and everyone in the comments says, "Grandma's vagina." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I was gonna say stop eating on the podcast. People hate eating on podcasts. Is it really? Oh yeah, pizza. I have to think is the mo- yeah it's the worst possible. It's gonna thing. be the juiciest. I haven't had lunch. That's all. Well, right. it can be lunch with Jeff and Pete. Did you already order it? No. Order it. No. I want you to be happy. No. <laughs> You look gaunt. Is it just, have you been losing weight, or is it just because you haven't eaten? Do you, do you slowly shrink during the day if you don't eat? Yes. <laughs> By nighttime, I've become a little girl. <laughs> and I have a dance lesson this evening at 6. <laughs> Scheduled if I don't eat. Wait, is that... Now I feel like you're blending reality. Are you, will you please order a pizza? We'll do it together. No. Are we on now? Yeah, we're on. We're recording, right? What do you do when you do your podcast? Hey, it's me, Jeff. No, I uh, <clears throat> I introduce whoever I'm talking to. I can do that. I do that naturally, but we'll, we talk. No, 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 but I'm saying, but you just start, which I like. Thank you. Because there's no falseness to it. There's no reason I'm here, because you're not a false guy. That's right. You're well, real. Well, fucking A. Thank you're you. You're real. <laughs> We've, that's the fastest zero to compliment I've ever gotten. Oh, well, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like, by the way, when they're deserved, I love throwing them out. Don't you? Oh, my God, yes. I am the most enthusiastic, supportive comedian yes. of other comedians That's that true. there is. That's true. There's no one more than me. But if you suck, get out of my fucking way. Well, I, I've, I've talked to... Turn I, my phone off. Oh, I, what is this? Courtesy class? That's a line from yeah. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. That's yeah. very cur- cur- yeah. courteous. Yeah, because you don't want it to... I understand. Although there have been times where I've been on stage, forgot to turn off, and I've answered. Which led to that's also most of the times funny stuff. Number two, people don't like. I've taken a call on this because okay. my phone is on do not disturb, uh-huh. so it only rings if you call me three times. Or right. Two, two, three so if times. the call's not interesting, it's not gonna. You know, I should have taken it out. But again, going back to being real, I don't like taking things out. Yes, I know. I want it to be real. It has to be real. I agree. But I, I remember I was talking to you. What was it? You, you and I had a nice chat about just knowing, which I think is a very interesting thing. Comedians, there are a lot of things we're like. It's like a family. It's like right. mafia. And there is this weird sort of spiritual sense where you're like, I think this person's funny. I get a funny sense. Well, you know you know inherently if you the get other it. person's funny. Because it's the same exact thing. It's like, the same gift that you've been given. Right. And, and yes. Spider-Man and then, But also, what's sadder than a group of comedians hanging out and one of them's just clearly not funny? Oh, it's kind of the worst. It is the worst. Well, you, I have to imagine on, on your show, if there's been, I'm sure, getting on your show. I'm talking about Curb. I know uh-huh. you've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call that your show. Uh-huh. A lot of people have gotten through the cracks, and you've probably ended up with a couple duds over the over the years. You know, a couple. Yeah, yeah. Because literally a couple. Improv is tricky. It is. Maybe tricky. they had a killer. There are audition. people, by the way, who I've talked to about being on the show, and they've and man, I'm so impressed. They say I can't improvise. 
They just say, I can't do it. Yeah, I don't offer them the gig. I say, would you be interested? Because I find you an interesting actor. Uh-huh. If if I could help, you know, make that happen. Right. Um, but they want the the anchor of the script. But also, there have been times where someone's come up to me, and it's worked out perfect. Like, Ben Stiller came up to me, uh, um, uh, David Schwimmer, and they were both perfect for what we were doing. Jews? Uh, that season. Just Jew humor? <laughs> By the way, that's my new website. Just you humor. Just you humor. Do you know I love comic books? I collect comic books. You do not. I do. I don't really collect like I used to, but I I still read. I pretty much buy like the collected books of like I, you know, uh, eight, yes. eight issues yes. at once. I don't buy the individuals like as the much. La- as... Uh, why the Last Man? Why the Last Man? You get that as a book. You get that as a book. Yes, that's how I read. Well, the, actually, at a certain point, I couldn't wait for the books. I had so to you get started them. having to get it. Yeah, I, I like, love that. I, I find that curiosity and interest and novelty things like hobbies and stuff where they came naturally as a child. Yeah, love. now are things you need to foster. Well, I uh, yes, they need, you need I, to encourage it. Uh, um, but when I was younger, my things were comic books and monster magazines. Famous Monsters of Filmland wasn't it? I'm sure they have copies here. You know, I, I know Fangora. Is it similar to Fangora? It's similar. It was a four before Fangora. Let me ask you this. Okay, we come to Elvira in one of those magazines. We taking a jerk break? No, number one never found her a big jerky festival. I never understood. I never actually, can I be honest, I never understood Elvira. I, I never got understand. it. I, I never got thought it. what was funny. Now, Vampirella. Oh, I didn't think she was funny. No, Vampirella. I enjoyed her bosoms. That's uh, it. That's about all she offered to America. That's a whole lot when you're 12. No, I guess, yeah. Hell, it's a whole lot. Our age difference is a, I was at an age where I was past. Over it. Yeah. Because uh, you had probably experienced them in real life where I was like, I, I bet they feel like pudding. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I didn't By know. By the way, I would be more attracted to bosoms and pudding. That's funny. I bet there's a give to them. And there's a give, yeah. <laughs> like, for the, like a temper. But I, but I would guess that her, I don't know if hers were real or not, but I never got that. that was, I bet they were And that real. had nothing to do with Famous Monsters of Filmland. What is that? What do you mean? Famous Monsters of Filmland was more of uh, universal horror movies, uh, hammer horror movies. Universal you know? meaning the studio. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. The 1930s and well, what 20s, are they, 30s. What are they doing? With Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. Oh, I know Boris. Yeah. And then uh, I, don't, I don't at all. You know who Boris Karloff I don't, is? I don't. Boris Karloff was, uh, I think, the first president of the Screen Actors Guild, but he played Frankenstein. That was his big uh, role. The 1931 okay. movie okay. Frankenstein. All right. And then um, not a hard role. Yeah, I think it was. You think there's some nuance? Well, if you saw the movie, the movie he had great nuance. Really? Oh, he was a to do it <laughs> to do it and not be a three dimensional character and be a cartoon. Most certainly. Well, yeah, but, but I, he, I but he had great him. nuance. There yeah. was there's a scene with him and an old blind man, which they you know had fun with in Young Frankenstein. With Gene Hackman, I think played the old blind man, but because uh, he no, doesn't know that Frankenstein's a monster. Exactly. A lot but in of the fun. movie, it's touching. And he ends up, of course, killing him. <laughs> yeah, and he kills a little girl the same way. No. Yeah, he's gentle. But you have to have a... Oh, wait, is it like a Mice and Men thing he accidentally crushes? Yeah, well, you sort of. Yeah, it's a, it leans more towards that than just, I will destroy yeah, all that. Yeah, 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 because he's, he's Now, these are evil. brilliant movies that you should be watching. Really? Yeah, they're part of our film history. Do you care about film? I guess. No, you don't really. I care about I love film. alleviating pain and pleasure. I like increasing pleasure and decreasing pain. Well, that's the job of a comedian. Isn't it? It is, though. I, I believe. Well, you want to get lofty? You want to get lofty with me? I'll get lofty. I consider see, it a ministry. Go. 
What you do you think? Consider it a ministry. Well, I, I think do. Well, when people we're say we're pastors who aren't lying, Jeff, we're pastors who aren't lying. We can say anything. Yes, we can, and but... we can hurt, but we can also help. Now you go. Okay, I'm sorry uh, I interrupted I, you so much. No, 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 you didn't interrupt me. You're, I'm, I'm a big interrupter. I know I'm, we I'm, both I'm, are. Yeah, I know it's very frustrating for people <laughs> on, on Doug's podcast. Yeah, I know, but uh, I love it. Yeah, it's fun, you know. It's like trying to jump up a wall by jumping once and then jumping again once yeah. you're in the air. Truly, the chemical reaction of TJ, uh, you, and myself. Yes. Dear God. People think you hate it. Oh, my God. I think you, it's hysterical. Yeah, you love it. I do. I love I you guys, too. I don't understand. I loved you guys from the get-go. Yes, I know. Oh, I remember yeah. the first time. That was a thing. Speaking of knowing who you yeah. think is funny, backstage, we're so somber the first time. Yeah, well, I had no idea what was coming. I was probably nervous meeting you. Yeah, I'm maybe, like trying yeah, to act know, normal, and then yeah. out, out out there, you can act, act a fool because yeah. it's expected of you. I guess, And yeah. it's a nice it's nice to have a place to act, where yeah. people go, oh, that's where Pete ruins the show. It's, it's, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, But I love that. Having a place. That's what where I do people too. People ruin the show. People are looking for permission, Jeff. People yeah. want your kids. Uh, you have children. They go to summer camp, and all of a sudden they're doing the chicken dance and their face painting and they're rolling what around. What summer in the camp mud. are they going to? Probably a Jew camp. <laughs> Is that where they do the the chicken the Jew dance humor? The, well, Jews, you know, they do paint the their kosher. faces in the summer. <laughs> With zinc, with zinc, yeah, that's what they, that's what they do. That's covered with zinc. That's I'm just, so funny. I'm, I'm interested in the idea of intellectual permission, meaning. Uh, when we do a podcast, we have a more animated conversation than we would if I if see. We just I just, I disagree. I think that our conversation right now is exactly well, the same. Uh, we're, we're different. <laughs> we are. We are different. But you do you I. feel this is the same different from our this conversation? Is, this, is, this is how I would talk. But that's yes. the, that's the aim of the podcast, and that's that's a credit to you for being natural. Okay, but 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 it's, this is exactly how we would talk. That's There's true. No, I would be thrown. If you were upping it like you do on right. Doug's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, Doug's, you're looking for what's the next laugh. What's the thing? Yeah. What's the thing? Yeah. What do, like to turn a phrase yeah. that we can yeah. pounce on. Yo, but I, I'm interested in the idea that we're as lunatics, as performers. Yeah. So I, I just told you that I have a time. I'm doing Doug Loves Movies on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I know on Tuesday at 7 o'clock I'm going to act like, an, like a lunatic. Right. Most people, and I'm not looking down, I'm not judging or putting a value on mine or theirs. Right. Just seeing most people I think would like to have like. Oh, Tuesday's my go nuts day. You know what I mean? Yeah, casual Friday. Yeah, the, the version would be casual Friday. Yeah. But instead of a Hawaiian shirt, I get to like yell, cunt, yeah. and roll around and be stupid. I want you on Doug's show. Are you doing to, it? No. To yell cunt and roll around. <laughs> I will. Just yell it over and over and roll around on the ground. Long after it's not funny. It'll, well, no, 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 because then it gets funny again. Of course. It gets we call funny. that the Letterman arc. It's, it's, oh, is that really a nickname well, for it? I, that's what I call it. Oh, I, it was Andy Kaufman was the guy who, yeah. oh, did who, he? who I learned that from. But the, but also, it's also the thing of, uh, of, uh, Wanting to see where that line is, where it is clearly not not funny anymore, yes. and then to where see the thing is, it goes from being funny yes. to not funny anymore yes. to way funnier than anybody could have ever possibly imagined. That's absolutely right, because part of the laugh becomes, I can't believe I'm laughing at this. And moment. then when you get to the third part, um, I don't know that you even want to do it anymore, not because you're getting a really funny place, right? Just because you're done. You're done. Well, that's I wonder natu- about that. That's the natural. But no, you're done until future callbacks. Yes, and then you have an endless bucket of yeah, future callbacks. An endless bucket of yeah, future yeah, yeah, callbacks. Yeah, yeah. Which is the name so of our the, improv team. So in the, in the, you, I, I actually was the director yes. of an improv group in New York at Caroline's, and the name of the group was Wall of Denial. Hmm. 
and John Stewart was in it. Jay Moore. Yes. Um, finally a goy. Finally a goy. <laughs> no, it was all um, Ellen Cleghorn. I'm trying to remember who else. Uh, Reggie a, McFadden. It's a good group. Uh, missing some key famous people. Okay, right, but, but a good, a good Sarah Silverman was okay, in there. There we go. But it was uh, this is the now well, we're back in the chosen. But land. Wall of Denial <laughs> is very uh, funny. Yeah. It's very funny. Let me put this to you. Yes, Speaking of people, put it to me who sabotage things. Yeah. I find when I perform too much, uh-huh. I was just in Melbourne, uh-huh. Australia, Melbourne, uh-huh. and I was performing too much. When I perform every night for two weeks, that's what I would call too much. It's way by by the way, I learned in New York years ago that when you're really grooving and you're really yes. performing. You need two nights off a week. There you go. That's exactly the. I I did that by testing. Ah, you know. I know uh, what you're talking about. Little life the, experiments. Because because in New York I could do sets whenever. Yep. And on weekends I did as many. My record. I know other people have beaten this by a million miles. Sure. Was seven. Okay. Sets yes. Sets on a Saturday. Yep, yep. On a Saturday. Yep. I could pull that off. It wasn't enjoyable. Five not was enjoyable. enjoyable. Why? Seven was not enjoyable because once you get past five. Yes. You don't know if you said something or not in the same set before. You think you might be repeating, repeating yourself. yourself. And you're, so you're not a, sure why It's the point laughing. of no return. At it's least no you're good. swapping rooms. You know what I mean? Yes. You do a club and you're doing three on a Saturday, which yeah. I hate. Yeah. I, I'd um, like to think I'm at a point where I can say no third I did that Saturday. recently again. Can I have another water? Of course you may. I love Aquafina, by the way. I know why? that sounds it's crazy. It's Coca-Cola water. No, it's, that's actually the Pepsi water. Uh, Dasani is the Coca-Cola water. Oh, thank you. They, yes. But it's really, I swear to God, I love it. I love it. I love, Nobody I loves it. No, I do. You know why? I love what reverse osmosis water tastes like. Is that what that is? It's reverse osmosis. It's wonderfully filtered. It's cloud water. No, it's not cloud. I thought reverse osmosis was they turn it into a cloud. When you say no. that, I picture a Willy Wonka style factory where yeah. there's a cloud and they go, this is where we make the water. Yeah. And the children are like, this sucks. Yeah. I hate this. Well, one of them's going to own the factory after they're done with the tour. Once they're through that elevator yeah. with their weird uncle that yeah. probably diddled them. Uh, you love it because of the It was their grandfather taste. and he did not diddle Definitely him. didn't. But they did go into the burping room and they shouldn't have. <laughs> You've never saw one. I have, too. In fact, they blow up with gas and they have to burp in order to descend. Yes. I also read the book. A little bit different. This (laughs) week. I'm teasing. By the way, why not? I know. You know, Raul Dahl? I love I mean, a good roll. I call him roll. Is it roll doll? I say roll doll. It's I love roll the... doll. But so, so yours is right. BFG, big fucking giant. It's great. Oh, he's he's big he's... friendly. Giant. How about um, his um, memories of being a boy? Called boy. Oh, uh, he's, I he's great. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Where are the, where are those now? Where's our Shell Silverstein? Where's our roll doll? Where's our? Didn't who wrote uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox? Was that roll doll as well? Uh, yeah, it was Roald Dahl, yeah. I think. One of my right? favorite movies. Oh, that movie. Yeah, there you Don't go. even get me started oh, just on how great that I, movie I, is. I can't stop Fantastic watching Fantastic Mr. Fox yeah. is yeah. an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. movie. It's, it's an actually amazing movie. Wes Anderson, and I love Wes, Anderson, Wes Anderson, but it's best. It's his best movie. Oh, my I, God. Jason Schwartzman says it's his best movie that he's been in. Yeah, he's and, a, I, and I'm a big Rushmore fan. Yeah. But holy crap. Fuck everything. Fantastic Mr. He Fox. He found the format. And I listen to the soundtrack all the time, it's great. too. It is. It's a magical movie. It, well, Joel McHale was on the show, and he we get to God at the end, and we'll get to God at the end. But we were talking about religion, and he sa- I was asking him if he believed in heaven. He was like, I hope so. I hope we die, and it's just fantastic Mr. Fox. He said that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and isn't that perfect? Just like the way the clouds are made yeah. out of cotton, and, yeah, and, no, and your clothes yeah. are little... Yeah, that's nice. It's, I love that, and the and the and the apples have stars on them. You know what I mean? I just love that world. I 
You could not, that could not make me happy. I love that. Yeah. So we were asking who, where are they now? I'm sure they're around. We just don't know. But them. you know, I was actually, you know, I do a book club at Book Soup. I didn't like know a that. reading thing. We just did um, um, uh, Clockwork Orange, uh-huh. um, and which is a great book. Uh-huh. And um, w- I was discussing with the woman that runs the store and different people. We were just talking about when was the – because this was a, a book that was written in 63, I believe, Clockwork Orange. What was the last shocking book that was banned or whatever? I got it. What? American Psycho. American Psycho. You did get it. You you nailed it. American (laughs) Psycho is the last uh, book that has created any sort of war. Right, right. Which is funny because his other books, Less Than Zero, and Mm. some also have graphic violence, but nothing like American American Psycho. Psycho, Did you read it by any chance? I saw the movie. I never read the book. You, I, I actually, I'm one of those idiots that likes seeing the movie and then reading the book. Oh, really? Because then it's cast. <laughs> I'm it's not e- even it's, kidding. It's easier on your imagination. It is. It is. I you're can't like, be like, coming up with new faces. <laughs> it's like you're reading a book and you you just go, I want to read a book, but I don't want to put the effort in. That's exactly right. Yes, I'm already true. reading. I also yeah. have to be making the world. So uh, No, I've never read American Psycho. I, I read less than zero. Yep. Because um, I'm childhood friends with Jamie Gertz. Who that? Who, she's an actress. She was in the... Oh, she was in the movie. Less Than Psycho. I never she saw was the, the female lead in the movie. In American Psycho? No, no, in uh, Less, Less Than, than Zero. Zero. I didn't see Less Than Zero. Yeah. Is it good? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. I remember it not being bad. Okay. That's something. Robert Downey uh, was in it. RDJ? RDJ. Is that what you call him? I just did now oh, for okay. us for fun. He was in it and... Um, and uh, I forgot the other dude's name. One of the Brat Pack people. Um, uh, Vinny Vaughn. No. no, 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 no that's, that's, that's Brat Pack. No, Brat, Brat Pack was before Vince, Vince Vaughn. It was? Yeah, right? I think so. Brat yeah, like, Pack was... Yeah, yeah. It was um, It was uh, uh, Emilio Estevez. Oh. And uh, the Breakfast Club people. Okay. Were... That's so weird. I was just watching Breakfast Club last night. That's a f- great movie. It uh, is a great movie. Uh, I, I, I had the Xbox on. I was going to play a, a, a video to game. Now, why is Xbox... Is Xbox better than PlayStation 3? I think so. It is. Just because... I don't know. I don't know if I can make the argument as I used because to. Because PlayStation Three has Play a great Blu-ray player. Oh, yeah. but Xbox don't. See, that's, that's what. what no, I just finished your sentence because the PlayStation Three does have Blu-ray, and that's like the main feature as oh, far so as Xbox I can tell. Xbox doesn't have. I'll it? tell you a couple things I know about Xbox. One is that the online community is better and cleaner. It's more bug-free mm-hmm. because the PS3 one is free. So it gets hacked a little bit more, and there's a little bit more bugs and stuff. So, and the Xbox one, you have to pay for it. So, you know, it's like a free. So you're playing show. a lot of video games then? Not really. Well, you're online with people. I was at a I time. do that. I do fantasy baseball. What, online? Oh, yes. You love it? I do, but this year, I, I usually do my own league, and I have What is that? You have a you, Wait, I'm sorry. A bunch you, of Hollywood people. You have a league of your own? <laughs> I, yes, all women. Um, <laughs> Could you do that? But uh, did you, you look up the names? Is that what you just did? Yeah. Could you draft in well, ladies? Who are the... No. Anthony Michael Hall. No. Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. Who's Andrew McCarthy? He's an actor. All right. You're really like 12, aren't you? I just don't. I'm not informed. I don't like being informed. What was being informed? Is, I remember one night an audience didn't know who Adam West was. because that That's is. the only impression that I do is Adam Let's West. Let's hear. Do you mind? I'm going to do impressions of I'll do an you. impression of anybody if you do if you do Adam West. But, I mean, you can make up any celebrity as long as I know who they are. I'll do well, it. Well, I'm not going to get you on a Michael Moore jag. That was fun. <laughs> um, no, 
know, my only. But anyhow, someone in the audience didn't know who Adam West was, and the audience booed them. And I said, how many of you who booed read the Iliad? Yeah, right, exactly. You know, it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. All right. We're all so, we're all dumb in different areas. Yeah. I, who said that? One of the Sheet famous Easton. cowboys, John Wayne, I believe, said oh, we're all Wayne. stupid in different areas. It appears to me that the hey, there's another one. Joker, yeah. Riddler, and the Catwoman. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good. Thank you. It's the it's only very, one I do, very though. very good. That is the only one I do. Anything else I do is a lame attempt. Really? Yeah. And I actually, I met Adam. I met Adam West a few times, but he, he was uh, hosting Evening at the Improv, <laughs> and I went up when he did Joker. it and said... Would you please welcome me? Well, he actually said to me, he goes, so he heard me do it. He goes, you are fantastic. Good luck to you. Really? Good luck. Adam West said that to me. Really? Uh-huh. Good luck. And that was before all my success. So it was Is that right? Because of Adam West's, Adam West's fine uh, wishes for me. Trey Cool from Green Day once told me to stay with it. And I thought that was more of a dig than than a compliment. It's just sort of like I'm saying something. Yeah. I'm acknowledging Yeah, that. yeah. Something happened. I saw what happened. I'm going to put you back to masochistic comedy, doing performing too much. Uh-huh. And then what I was going to say Oh, was, go back. Yeah. 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 Australia. Yeah. I'm so sorry, man. Right, that's why I write it down. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I can't remember Isn't it. that the great thing for you ADD? write it down. You yeah. write down. Boom. I do boom. it in conversations now, especially oh. if they have crayons. Do you have a little notebook? Uh, I'll put it. I'll write it on the table or whatever. Oh, that's so smart. Or on my hand because I'm always lost and it's always oh, gone. Sure. And it must be frustrating for people who listen to my podcast. You know, I keep waiting for people to say it's frustrating that you don't get back to topics. People don't really care. I don't think. I don't know because I, I, I you do, do the, get it. I, well, no, no, no. Yes, some people do. Yeah. On Twitter, will make a comment. Yeah. You know, Shut up. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they they don't dig me to begin with. Yeah. So what are you gonna? But the, the point <laughs> is, I wish <laughs> I so... could because. Digressing is part of my stand-up. Yes, I digress a lot, and I generally you love a come back. Yeah, I, I I say I come back ninety percent of the time. Yeah, every once. Oh, in a while and I you go. get that applause. I love that applause. It's a specific type of applause where you're like uh, ice cream cone. Well, I wasn't going to talk about it. this guy with the sweater, and you talk about his sweater for twenty minutes or whatever you're thinking about, and then you go. So anyway, ice cream cone. Yes. and then you come back. Yes, so yes, it's like yes. it feels like old time show business. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Do people? Do you find people improvising or just joking around with you in the curb style? Because you're talking about digressing, and just instinct instinctually, I go, "You love a good digress." He loves to digress. Oh yeah, the way I He'll repeat digress, with Larry. Like, yeah, but like I'm doing it to you. Somebody has because to do a, lot to my, a lot of my, a lot of my, you know, I, I have two influences. One is Second City. Yep. Um, and the improv there, and I should say too, and also Del Close, and uh, which is the IO style. That's what he started. Yeah. But there's a lot of influence there. I know. But I also have influence in the Meisner technique. Are you familiar with the Meisner That's technique? the listening one? Well, you, well, that... <laughs> uh, I'll All boil that. down your rhetoric. No, 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 no it's not <laughs> All acting and improvising is listening. Okay, yeah. You gotta listen, or what? hosting. Yep. You gotta listen. Well, we're there. Uh, so when you said the listening one, they're all the listening I one. thought the Meisner was the one that all you do is react. You no, you react, but you repeat. Ooh. So if you say, like in the training, just make a statement. I've, I've been a barber for four years. I've been a barber for four years. I have been. I have been. Will you stop? I'm the barber. I'm, I'm teaching. Been, but, but, 
but sort of that natural training that I had. So Larry will say, you know, I think he's ugly. He's, he's ugly. ugly. He's an ugly guy. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It just happens. Right, right, right. Not, you're the, you're, you, you identify the game a lot. Like, yeah, j- yes, j- yes, Like yes, Larry yes. will say something, and he's saying a lot of weird things. And then, right. and then your role, which actually is pretty difficult and pretty subtle. Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 a, it's a shock that it's not more. People have noticed that you repeat things. Mm-hmm. It's a shock that it's not more obvious. Mm-hmm. I actually have a hard time watching Curb because – once the format became so clear, mm-hmm. now I watch it as a comedian, and I'm like, "Oh, he." Also, the enjoyment's no longer. Is that? Are you... No, I'm saying for you. The, for me, because I'm. Yeah. I think I'm seeing that the happens code. with me in movies a lot. But there is no code with Curb. We don't even rehearse, man. Yeah, there's no thought. Uh, so, so what you're seeing is yeah. in your head. Yeah, I bet it is. How about that? Well, I tried to watch one on an airplane. They have mm-hmm. them on the on the Virgin. You can get it on yes, on, on Virgin. Demand. Yes, and I was watching one. And then, uh, what was it? There was a lesbian hits on Larry or something. Or Oh, no. He's comp- is this the one where he's competing for a lesbian's love with Rosie O'Donnell? See, I didn't get that far, but they were at the art show. At the art show, And right. a woman had yeah. on Larry, and Rosie was in And I, I turned it off. And I, please don't think I'm, this is not the show where I'm no, like, fuck no. your show. I just didn't want to watch it because I, I, I was like, now the, the episode's going to be him like competing for the lesbian love with Rosie O'Donnell. He did. Doesn't make me a genius. And it doesn't make but me... All, but all that you're thinking is in your head. I know. I swear to God, there is... We are the least contrived... Yes. Sometimes the endings can go down paths that I don't dig that Where much. five tales come together. Well, no, that's awesome. Okay. That is... Um, that there was a guy named Nat Hyken. Who, I know Nat. You know who Nat Hyken was? He's no, no longer alive. Uh, he created I knew the Ned. show Sergeant Bilko, uh-huh. which is also known as the Phil Silver Show, and Car 54, Where Are You? Mm-hmm. And what he did The original Dude, Where's My Car? I'm so sorry. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> Dude, Where's My Car was a remake of I Car 54, Dude, where, where, where Are You? Where, I'm trying to think if I auditioned for Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been one. That might have been one of the first audition I ever turned down. Really? Well, either wow. that or it was the last one I did. Or the, <laughs> no, I remember the last one I did. What was that? Where? No, excuse me. I, yeah, well, actually, the last one I did. Nah, it's not important. No, tell me. Look, no. I wrote down curb. The, We're the, not going to forget. Contrived. The, no, no. The last. Uh, <laughs> the last audition I did was for Martin Scorsese with Leonardo DiCaprio for. Um, the Hughes, Howard Hughes. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, the Aviator. Hey, can I ask you something? And I, and I went in knowing I was completely wrong for the role. I, you know what I did for the first time in my life? I was like, this isn't right. And I didn't, I, I canceled an audition for the first time in my life. By the way, you should always do that. Right? If you, it was a 40-year-old former baseball player who was a drug addict. I was like, I, look, I'm 30, uh, 34. Is that that movie that's out now? Is this the lead for the movie? No, 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 no. It was, no, a, no. It, it was a small some. part. Small part on a TV show. But that's, but you, yes. But I read the part and it was just No, but right. you should always do that. You I also should have read do. it before I confirmed it, which was stupid. I just write back yes. <laughs> I am a dumb, I'm a stupid Well, I don't. Look how hard, how hard it was, was it for you to get me on the show. How hard was it to get you on the show? Yeah. I, I don't think it was hard. Well, how many times did I say no? Well, you did say no about eight times. <laughs> okay. That's so true. That's, that's, that's true. harder. I forgot about that, but they were nice no's. Always nice. Always I mean, a nice no. I dig you and respect that you. Is a, that's a show business thing. A fast no is, is uh, almost as good as a yes. It's, it's the second to a yes. Good night, nurse. A quick no. By the way, no in the room. Like when you go and pitch something? I love a no in the room. No in the room is fantastic. I love a no in You're the room. You're wasting your time. Outside the room, no good. I'm sorry. But in the room, I'm doing Larry. Yeah. I'm doing you. I don't know who I'm doing. But yeah. in the room, I love a good no. No, in the room is a great. Uh, you Give quick, you the no. In the room. People love decisive. I've that. Do you watch Mad Men? I do. I watched it. Did the, you watch the last one? Yeah, I did. I liked the last Where Don, one. It was great. Where Dottie Drape says to the girl, yeah. it's not a spoiler. 
he kind of gives a no in the room in that like she's being upset at dinner and, and then he kind of gives her the business. Like he, he's very direct with her. People love that. Even if it's negative. Right. Tell fucking have some respect. Treat me like a man. Not enough no's in the room in this town. Too many uh, well, fake yeses. Well, no, there's a great line, and I believe it's, oh, fuck. The line is, only in Los Angeles could you die from encouragement. That's so good. And it's, um, I believe it's, uh, what's her name, who was at the, um, the, uh, the, the, the table in New York? The great uh, writer. I have, like, a collection of her works. I'm seeing it. On yep. my desk. What color is it? What's the room smell like? Actually, even though there isn't any in the air, it's a slight hint of jism. <laughs> um, Just that soapy kind of. Um, I'll think of her name. I'll think of her name. She said it. She said it. I'm pretty sure she said it. Here's what I was going to ask you. We yeah. were talking about. Well, t- type in type in the quote. I just Really? Only in Los Angeles could you die from encouragement and nothing came up? That is so sad. On the way here, on Sunset, there's a there's a billboard with a girl's head. It sh- doesn't even lead to a, an interview with me because I did a New York Times interview and I know they did the research. Does it link to this episode by any <laughs> the, uh, what's, what's, what's The Algonquin table, the writer there, the woman. Oh my God! I know Algonquin. Yeah, the the, the just the, 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 uh, just put Algonquin writers table, and then her name will pop up, and we'll all go, "Oh, you idiot!" I am looking forward to the "Oh, you idiot" moment. Um, okay. I'm, I, it's so close. I'm going to say the "Oh, oh." She'll be right there. It's obvious when you see her name. Do an image search with safe search off. Algonquin. I know, but it's a woman's name. Algonquin's a sex move. <laughs> Is it going to be one of the charter movies? Yes. Oh, uh, Ruth Hale? No. Dorothy Parker. Dorothy Parker. Oh, you idiot. I don't know anybody. Do you, you know Dorothy Parker? No. Do you know who oh, Giles gee. Corey is? I wish I could have come up with her name, then it's less embarrassing for me. But yeah. Dorothy Parker, she is truly was a genius. And, and she said that line. And funny. I believe it's her line. Okay. Yeah, or something like that. Something line. similar, but the similar is exact. It's like is that line? So it goes, it, basically, she's saying, "I love a no in the room." She is saying, yeah, "She's saying, please give, give me, me a no, no in the give room. Give me a no in the room. No in the room. It's empowering. It's, you don't have to spend the rest of your day." And it, what's, what's, when I typed in that with Dorothy Parker, it says Dorothy Parker is the one person in the world where you can die of encouragement. Okay, yeah. it says okay. Los Angeles is. Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood. Hollywood. Interesting. I don't. I don't make the distinction. Um, Again, I just actually. I, I actually prefer. I'd like to have a Hollywood address. I think if I wrote just you a letter, you Hollywood, live on California, the west side, yeah. and I wrote Hollywood on it, it would get there. Yeah, if you wrote the right address at the top, and yes, the but paying the ass for the post office, I don't want to get a bad rep. How much are we tipping? Uh, by the way, I used to put down for my address Holly Weird Karloff Fornia, like Boris Karloff, who I taught you. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. And there's also, by the way, also <laughs> famous. Weird. Get, getting back to Famous Monsters of Filmland for a second. Sure. Um, Why not? Uh, they used to also do the Hammer movies, which were uh, in London. There's a, there was a company called Hammer with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing that made um, that made these great movies. Uh huh. And so Hammer movies. Yeah, they were. They made Frankenstein, Curse of Frankenstein. But did he have a hammer? 
Horror of Dracula. No, that was the name of the like like Universal. Oh, movie. Hammer. Hammer and Warner Brothers distributed them here in the United States. I know too much. Yeah, you do know. A I fuck know all time. the years, and it's just ridiculous. This is why you always want to play when Ron Douglas movies. You want to get to the game because you'd be very good at it. Depending. Depending. There are some times favorite where I've been, movie. My favorite movie. Yeah. Oh, geez, that's give me, hard. Give me three. Give you three. Sullivan's Travels. Never. Really? Preston Sturgis, Sullivan's Travels? Oh, Preston. The Graduate? I, I, I've seen The Graduate. No excitement? I, I tried to rewatch it recently. Rewatch it? Oh, my God. Oh, I've watched no. that movie a hundred times. Wait. So I'm just throwing these out there. Plastic. The, gra- the Graduate. Plastic. Uh, the Graduate. Uh, um, all right, I'll throw, I'll throw out a... Give um, me a recent one. A re- oh, fantastic, Mr. Fox. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in all sincerity, the, yeah. the movies that really affect me on a deep level are um, older movies. The yeah. Apartment, Billy Wilder. See, I can just, I can make a list of movies for you right now. Birth of a Nation. Not, I mean, wh- it Battleship did a lot of Potemkin. things. <laughs> See, now you're going back to. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the Sir John. Oh wait, uh, 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 what's that movie? I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and think of old movies that I've seen, so we can talk about them. Oh, that you love? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't look now. Don't look now. That's not, uh, but that's no. kind of old. blow up. Well, you know, if Don't Look Now was famous for and blow up, they're both. See, now those are dark. Yeah. And also sexual movies. Yeah, yeah I love to jerk of off these. While I feel the b- b- um. Blow Up was maybe in the early 70s, it was late 60s, I think. Yep. And then uh, Don't Look Now was famous for the possibility of whether or not uh, uh, Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie actually had sex. On camera. On camera. It sure looks like they did. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen it? No, I've never seen it. You gotta look now. This has been You Made It Weird with the... But I love I love movies. I love books. My hobbies, yeah, pho- photography, are, are, are music, uh, like yep. uh, records. I buy albums. You love a good LP. I love a good LP. Love a long jazz play. classic. Who rock. do you like I in like, the jazz world? Well, I love uh, John Coltrane, Thelonious Monk. Can you help me with Coltrane? I like some of it. Yeah, but later on he did get into a festival of what you wouldn't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Can but, you put that on and be like, yeah? No, the, the later stuff. Also with Miles Davis, the later stuff's not my thing. Yeah. I like the ballads. That actually kind of brings us back to what I'm saying. Okay, go back, man. I, I'm actually quite pleased with this. Are okay. you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, Here's why we're... Thanks for the other one. Is this the last yeah. one? No, no, no. There's more. Okay. I love water. I oh, know, my I God. I know. You love Aquafina. I, I do, but I just, I just I drink a lot of water. Well, it's good Do you know how fat I'd be? By the way, I have lovely skin. You do have lovely skin. And how bad good my skin. skin and my body would be? If yeah. I, how do you, can anymore? I ask you a question? How yeah. do you know you have lovely skin? Who tells you? Truthfully, on occasion, people tell me I have really nice skin. Yeah, there but you in go. general, I just got a I just got a Facebook email from a lovely show. fan of the show. Uh-huh. I'm forgetting her name. I think it's Stacy. She wrote and she said, "You have lovely skin." I saw you to show you have lovely skin. And you do have this, nice skin. This goes you have back, very nice skin. Thank you. This goes back. Do you to drink us a lot of water? Have, I drink. I, I don't get me started on what I do. do. You? I drink a lot of water and I also drink a lot of like vegetable juice. Okay, but that but that's the liquid's fine, good through you. But also, do you do the green juicing? Is that yeah, what green yeah. juicing? Fuck, I'm with you. Yeah, oh, I green juice Johnson. You what? Yeah, you do. Uh huh. Don't forget jazz into masochistic comedy. That's going to be okay. brilliant. Okay, go ahead. I, I, you know, it's interesting because when I talked to Michael Moore, he said that you, you and he tried the similar health kick. Was this it? Juicing? No, it's um, it's a way of eating where it's. Very little no or no salt. Mm-hmm. Everything's based on being it's, high satiety, which means satisfying 
and um, not high in calories. Like what? Well, I mean, I can. Uh, I'll give you an example, please, of one thing that's not high in satiety and uh, or calorie dense. Is it's it like, high satiety? Well, I know it's not. Yeah, but, but <laughs> a calorie dense. It's very important. Yes, and satiety is the satisfaction you get, like eating from, a lot of carbs. Very satisfying feeling. Can be. Yeah. Also very empty. It's also feeling. bad for you. Yeah. Okay, but let's. I'll use the easiest example in the world. Hit me. How many apples are in a glass of apple juice? I'm going to say seven. Okay. How many apples can you sit and eat? How many? How many apples does it take for you to sit and eat and be satisfied? Probably one to one and a half. Maybe two. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe two. two. Maybe okay. two. Okay. So, so all the calories yep. from those seven or eight apples, whatever, are, are in, in that glass. Yeah. It's higher in sugar. Yep. You have the two apples, you get some sugar, you get fiber, you get yep. the vitamins, all, all the whole thing. Yes. And if you're thirsty with your two apples, have drink, some water. Drink some water, dummy. Good night, nurse. That's the, best ex- <laughs> that's the best example of a smarter way of eating. Right. Yeah. That, that's the best way to do it. And, For example, if, if you're eating pizza yep. or you're eating uh, oil or... But spaghetti, if it's whole grain spaghetti and your the sauce is natural, whatever, it's not as oh, you know. Okay, that's um, we're yeah. eating pizza with oil though, and we're eating with uh, the cheese, fried food. Cheese is just a big bowl of N- that's wrong. Wrong. You don't want cheese. No, you don't. Cheese is fucked. Yeah, with the salt and the dairy and the. But whole... you got the. I want someone to eat cheese with. I want someone who keep me, way, keep me away from the, the cheese. If you saw in the movie, you would know. I don't really care for cheese. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And I talk about fudge in there. I go, you think I'd be a guy who likes fudge, but no. Are you one of those not but I don't fun... eat sugar. I don't eat sugar, though. You so. don't? I don't eat sweets. Yeah, 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 yeah. You... I don't eat sweets. I mean, I have sugar in my... I eat a banana. That's got plenty of sugar. Yeah, there you go. But, but, but I um, do not eat, like, cookies, cakes. So what are you eating? Bananas. They taught you to eat bananas. They didn't teach me to eat bananas. Somebody just... taught you. No one taught me. <laughs> I just know not to. I eat, um, I don't even eat meat or chicken anymore. No more chicken. I eat fish still. Are you an LD getting in on this? Because I know he's like me. We Larry David? The Larry. How do you call him LD? Everybody calls him LD. I'm People kidding. do from actually your call show. him LD. From your show. Oh, they do on the show? Yeah, I never noticed. Cause, LD. You, know, so funny, you don't I, watch it. <laughs> I never call him LD. I've never called him LD, I think, in, in, my, in our friendship. Except on the show, maybe? No, I've never called him LD okay. on the show. You know where I... I call him Larry. But on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with J- oh, Jerry Seinfeld... Oh, uh, Jerry calls him LD? No, that's where they talk about his diet. Like, he doesn't get coffee. Right, right. And he... I don't drink coffee. And he says... You asked me if I wanted coffee today. No. Nope. I know. That's about as much of that coffee I'll have. Mm-hmm. But you can't order a sip of coffee. I wish you could. I wish you could. It's one of the great, great regrets of my life. By but the he, way, yeah. if they could sell sips of coffee yes, um, and make a great profit, yeah. oh, they would. Yeah. You know, but I'm here to say there is a market. We're unrepresented. I would pay $1 for a, for a sip. sip of coffee. This Please was don't say $4. That Although that is kind of funny. If you said you'd pay $1 for one toke of a cigarette. Yeah. That would be awesome. Because, right? No, because then, you know, I would laugh. Well, Anyone who, by the way, when, truthfully, I laugh at the people in line at Starbucks. Yes. I actually do. Yeah. Until I have to be in that line for my wife. Okay. she drinks coffee. But you never then get in there for a, a nice tea for yourself? Not in line. You don't get in line. I'm going to get in line for an iced tea? He hates a line. I'll go to the deli that's next door to the coffee place and get an iced tea to and go. get a glass of iced tea? Well, they'll put it in a paper cup to go. <laughs> He loves an iced tea. 
I understand. I enjoy, I enjoy iced tea on occasion. You know why? We all know how to make iced tea. Yeah, iced tea's nothing. Tea in nice. the bag, bag tea, put it in the water. That's tea. Boom, ice. Good night, iced nurse. Tea. Leave it alone and it's iced tea. Yeah. Coffee mysterious. What's that steam? Where's the milk? By the way, love the smell of coffee. Everybody does. You'd be yeah. a jerk if you didn't. You'd be a jerk what if you didn't. What about alcohol? Beer don't is drink. disgusting. You don't drink at all. I drink... Uh, I drink uh, about as pussy a beer as it's a delicious beer, but I drink a Corona Light. Nothing wrong maybe, with that, Jeff. But wait, maybe once, yes. twice a year. Corona Light. Once I, or twice a year. I like the beers that for people that don't like beer, which is Corona Light. Corona Lights, yes, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's like, would you like to? Way, there's no better description than lovely. Yeah, for Corona Light, <laughs> it is lovely. But I don't drink. I, I don't. I don't drink. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I smoke pot maybe once every. Five years? Well, I'm not even exaggerating on that. No, I I believe that. That's exactly it. It'll have to come up in like the most ideal situation. You're not closed off to it. No, 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 no. And you're not closed off to booze either. No. You're in Paris with your wife. The chef is a huge fan, and he sends out two glasses of red. I'm going to drink it. You drink it. Hell yes. Pairs perfectly with that. And with a piece of meat. With that I'll piece, of, piece meat of meat, that, and you're going to eat that fucking if, meat. If the, if the chef in Paris yes. is a fan, yes. and it's a well-thought-of restaurant, yes. I'm eating that meat. At the end of the meal, Jeff, uh-huh. they come I'm, out. I'm gassy. And I know you're gassy. And they bring dessert? No. That happens all the time, and I, I say no. Oh, that's good for you. Yeah, that one, I, this, I have to draw that line. That's just such a black and white line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, guys like us, I'm mm. I'm doughy. Can't You're handle slightly sweets. doughy. I'm slightly doughy. You are slightly. I, doughy. I took a roll in a, in some dough. Okay. I'm not covered. I'm not encased. Right. But I could be you if could I be. started eating desserts and stuff. That's yeah. why fucking girlfriends are a pain in the ass. I love them. But when I get a girlfriend, all of a sudden my dessert. Would cons- you get me a girlfriend? I could. Yeah, I'm married. You know. <laughs> I know. But I thought maybe Discretion. a girlfriend. No, I want to be. I want to be the complete opposite. I want to be out there in public and say to people, this is my girlfriend. I understand. And is your wife okay with that? You'd have to ask her. <laughs> I think we could do that. This day and age, free love. Free love. I'm not even saying I'm going to have sex with her. It could be a platonic. I have girlfriend. so many. I have so many. I, most of my friends are women. I love a woman. Most of my friends are women. I love women. Let's get back to I'm going to write down women. You don't have to. There's nothing more there. No. I just love women. I'm going to talk about women. I, I have some very close male friends, too. But Jeff, guess what's happening? What? We're going to talk about women All and right. why we love them. But here, not not just vaginas and stuff. That's boring. Boring. You could find a guy on the street to talk about how much he loves vaginas. We're going to talk about women. Yes. But first, I want to. Here's the scenario: you, you finished your meal, you had your glass of wine, and you're mm-hmm. feeling great. You're a little little buzz. Chef, Do I make love gently to my wife? No, 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 no. If I'm not too gassy, I will. Ah, Go ahead. Depending on gas levels. Yeah. Got to check the gas. Yeah. Uh, chef comes and gives you two hand rolled cigarettes. No. He's smoking one and he says... I've never smoked. You've never smoked a cigarette. Yeah, you, that's, you, see, but that's... But easy, you've smoked a joint cigarette. Yeah. But that's a marijuana cigarette. Thing. That's marijuana in there. I have never... No, I wouldn't. I would just say I don't smoke. But he goes, but uh, we are, uh, Jeff, uh, listen, uh, I, I understand the meal. I'm such a big fan. Please uh, smoke all the cigarette with me. No, I probably wouldn't. When I say probably, just, I might. Just try a puff. Just try you tried my cream puffs, not try a puff. Uh, but I wouldn't have tried his cream puffs. So you you're going down I, the wrong path. Oh, you didn't? Your wife? You my wife had the cream bitch. puffs. Now, she's now she's going to be gassy later. <laughs> okay, I'm, I was just trying to feel. I like the idea of being open to almost anything. I'm never going to do heroin. By the way, I might do heroin. a cigarette, but yeah. I, the cream puffs were not going to happen. I love that. Because the cigarettes are not going to send me down a path of smoking. Right, but the cream puff... At worst, they would send me down a path of smoking Less. on occasion. Oh, I see. 
like I do with beer twice a year yeah, yeah, yeah. or pot once every five years. But if years. someone sees you on that day with your Corona light and a cigarette hanging out I'd of your mouth. I'd love it. Yeah. Let it spread. Yeah. And let them. Dangerous garland. The, yeah, dangerous garland. <laughs> yeah, with the Corona. I'm sure that's the. Uh, I have to say. Are that, we putting a lime in that Corona? If, if offered, yes. <laughs> if they, I don't have. If I, don't, I, I don't request the lime. I just want the Corona. <laughs> you don't specify. No, I they, definitely want a lime. I generally ask. Yep. Yeah, you want a lime? I find that they just give it to you with that filthy Sometimes lime. Sometimes they do too. It. That lime is filthy. You know? Is it really? I bet. I feel like it doesn't that sound like a, a Larry David knowing that they don't wash the citrus. Why would they? You're a bartender and you drop a lime on the floor. Are you washing it? Why would you? I'm gonna tell you something because there's there's lime laws. There's actually lemon laws. But that concerns a car. You just made a horrible sound for your listeners. I like it. I All like right. them wondering you the theater the- of what's happening. Yeah. Did you hit me? Yeah. That's how you get Lyme disease, you know? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. What, we had about a billion things. Oh, we were going to talk about women, and then I'm also going to bring back jazz and why uh, being masochistic in our comedy. Uh, but let's talk about ladies first. I've always had women friends. I'm a, I'm a girl guy. You a girl guy? I don't know what that means. You're a guy who likes to be around women. I no, I love to be. No, that's not true. But you just said you, just said you had a lot of girlfriends. I do. But you also uh, love dudes. Yes. I, you know, very close friends. I mean, both. But I prefer yeah. the company of women in general. In general. Um, you can't only have that. No, you can't only have You that. need a guy. Yeah, unless, unless you're a gay man. If you're a gay man, you do I what mean, you do with the men, and then you, you cool off with the ladies. ladies. <laughs> cool off. For me, I get warmed up with the ladies, and then I cool off with the men. I've been hanging out with my friend Janet all day, and then you just bring it home to the missus. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I, lo- I like uh, intelligent women. Yep, sensitive, soulful women. Which when women are soulful, see, I, I don't find a lot of men soulful. Yep, some follow what that means. What are you looking for? I know, I know what you I'm mean. I'm not looking at anything. It's just sort of instinctual. That's what I'm saying. Like if they're funny, there's some people yeah. where I feel their soul coming at them. It gives me a sunburn. You know right, what I mean? Right, I'm like, this right. guy's radiating something right. that I really. I don't enjoy. want those. No, I'm not going to even touch those. He doesn't like crystal geyser. Well, but that's very kind. Of, do you notice the attitude I gave you? I did like In that your clipper attitude. shirt. Yes. Do you oh. love the clippers? I do. Good for you. I've been a barber for four years. They call me the clipper. That was a deep callback. All right, so what were they supposed to do? Laugh at that? No, okay. you did what you're supposed to do. I would just never look at you and yeah, go, yeah, "What yeah, the yeah. fuck?" That's is what that? I wanted in that moment. I just took it women. I, I think when women are soulful and smart and whatever, they're more insightful. Yep, and funny when like the funniest person I know is a woman. Who that? Uh, Amy Sedaris. Okay, there you go. Is unequivocally the funniest person I know. Yeah. Um, when we go out to dinner, mm-hmm. I. And wiping away tears all night long. Like, I would love and to be. I, and I don't think it's ever been in the rest. To my knowledge, tears of sadness. Not that we don't. Not that we're not vulnerable with one, one might another. sneak out. Um, but holy crap! Yeah, she kills me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is it. Uh, for me, there's something about the empathy. Empathy. And, yeah. 
And I like that intuition. They mm-hmm. tend to they tend to be more And also be more they tend to not be sarcastic. Men, especially I, can I, the men who aren't funny, yes. love going to the sarcasm. Uh, sarcasm cheap is cheap man's fucking humor. Cheap man's humor. Cheap man's humor. Oh my god. Weak you know the shit. shit. Weak. Mean? Weak. I'm gonna throw mean in it there. Is, it is mean. Oh, and but by like the I way, mean, but if you're mean by the or way, sarcastic. sarcastic in the hands of a pro. Yes, there you go. All good and Different. fine. But I mean Different. there are Chefs that can make a pork belly taste amazing. Right, exactly. But the rest but, of us are just entrails. Yes, good you're night in the, nursing. You're in the bargain bin of the humor store. You're in the bargain bin you, with sarcasm. You Anyone can do it. Yes. Yes. It's a cynicism. Red flag. Cynicism. Yeah. I find that men in general are so cynical. Yes. When when you are with a woman yeah, who is cynical and sarcastic, this is a woman who has been hurt yeah. bad. She learned it from some she asshole. She learned it from an asshole named Trevor. She has been <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Thanks a lot, oh, Trevor. Fucking you Trevor. ever inherit bad things from a relationship? It's terrible. Oh yeah, he passed that on. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Sarcasm yeah. is terrible. It, it's mean and it's ugly, and nobody it needs it. Nobody needs it. And and cynicism. Cynicism too. I think women. Those, they go hand in hand. I think women have to be optimistic. You want to know why? Why? Just forming this on the fly with you. Because they have to go out with us for the most part unless they're lesbians. I'll give you that. Yeah. They have to be optimistic. They're going out with this thing, a hedgehog that burps and smells. I'm the, by the way, so comfortable, of course I'm making a declaration to start. I love it. So comfortable with homosexuals. Get into Uh, it. My wife, I'm a homosexual. Well, for the most part, I'm my wife's only straight friend. But the point being, (laughs) the point being is that, um, I forget where we're going. What did you say before? Cynicism, uh, and then I was saying, I think they have to put up with us. Oh, yeah, yes. I so don't get why women are attracted to men. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I don't get it. I mean, on every level, physical, right. emotional, mental. At least with gayness, there's the faux pas. I'm like, oh, we're not supposed to do this. <laughs> I get that. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, and, and a gay man, which is a lot of, they call them their gays or their besties or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. my gays. They uh, have a sensitivity and they're not, uh, I guess, you know, a cynical gay man is called a bitch. Okay, there you, you know, go. Like, I'm, he's bitchy or I'm yeah. a bitch, you know. yeah. But that's more funny when it's a gay guy doing it. Of course it is. Can I interject and say that there's nothing wrong with gayness? I meant faux pas in a social faux pas, not yes. an ethical faux pas. Right. But I felt a potential listener oh, no. thinking, I'm think, very gay friendly. How about that? I didn't even think anything. About I know you did. Do you know I said cocksucker on stage the other night? I love saying cocksucker. And but you love funny. Mamet, right? Chicago guy? <laughs> I too enjoy Mamet. I got it all from Mamet. But the you point being is it's such there a was a gay word. man in the audience who felt that I was insulting gay men. Yeah. And I said, none of the women in the audience who are heterosexual right, right. feel like they're attacked. I go, what do you... T-? It was just somebody who... A lot of different people suck who, Exactly. Yeah. It's a wide range. Why? Yes, there's. I'd, a... I'd suck my own if I could, or I could when I was See, little. I wouldn't. When I was little, I would. These yeah. days, I don't need to. I, I wouldn't because what if you like it? Then I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> no, if you like it, then you know. It's gonna... Oh, I see what you're saying. It's home. It's you don't want to be gay. I don't. <laughs> Actually, I've done this on stage before. The premise of, and I've never. Maybe I should do it some more. I said that I was gay once for like two weeks, and I couldn't hook up with a guy. Nobody wanted to be with me, but I love the lifestyle. 
I yeah. really enjoyed it, but I gave it up because you gave the other part. Up. I didn't want. I really wasn't attracted to men, and that uh, really hurt the lifestyle funny. for that's me. Very funny. I guess, I'll, I'll yeah. give you that. I love brunch. I love gabbing. I love a lot of things that are traditionally gay. I like being clean. Typically, right. right. I have moisturizers. I keep my nails trim. I love a good manicure. I'll get a pedicure. Well, I don't man, give a man, fucking Petty is a way to go. M and P. Who doesn't like to be pampered? Uh, I don't know. Idiots. Molly Beat Ringwald. It. Molly Scram. Is that a <laughs> no, reference? I don't know if Molly Ringwald. Do you remember her? I do. Okay. Breakfast Club. But she was also part, yeah, and also 16 Candles. She was part of the uh, the group. Yeah. Where is she? I'd she like to see just, her. She actually just, I think, wrote a book, released an album. She's doing lots of things. She's a family. Oh, I didn't mean it in a mean way. No, no. I, I meant like I'd like to see her. Well, then you should have her on your show. If I bet she you're would right do now. it. But if she would do it, I think she would. I think that she'd be thrilled to talk about her new music oh, God. and her book. <laughs> Her novel. She's Molly Ringwald. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Here's, the, here's what I was going to say, not just the tolerance of men. I believe women, and we're going to put this out there, okay. an untested theory for us okay. to look at. Women are more optimistic because from a young age, they're told that they give birth, and it's the most painful thing in the world, and there's blood and screaming, but it's the th- best thing, and you're going to do it, and it's going to be, be the happiest thing you've ever done. So they're like, they're also aware that waiting in line for Space Mountain might be worth it. You know what I'm saying? No. Nine months of pregnancy, screaming no, no, no. and pain. I, I, I got Needs that the baby. thing. Let's relax. But I, but I don't think that that is a logic thing. I think it's built into their DNA. Okay, it's yeah. A, I, don't, I do. It's not in think, our brain. I don't think it's something that they're told. It is what they're told, but I don't think it's why they have that answer. It's wired in there. Well, someone told me recently that that girls who just love their dads, love their dads at a certain point when they're growing up, when they become teenagers, 12, 13, 14, their, parent, their fathers put off an odor that they find reprehensible. Interesting. And that would be DNA. To stop them from fucking their dad yeah i mean i would think that that's a net did you say that when i say that there's obviously from a logic standpoint nobody's gonna fuck their dad yeah, yeah. not nobody but no you know, i understand but but, but, th- but someone of... told me that that that's a thing that we do because we're human beings whatever we're not animals but we are animals there's similar similarities on sure. so if i told you that about pigs yeah or i told you that about bears you'd go oh the scent but it makes sense to me it makes sense to you yeah it makes sense to me scent yes but that's that's true in a lot of different ways when your wife gave birth to yeah. your first child yeah. her scent changed to appeal to the baby and, and <laughs> maybe perhaps less to you could be i in fact there's a movie i think it's Oh, John Krasinski, away with me or something. Anyway, he's going down on his girlfriend, and he's like, you don't taste like you. I know that's a weird thing to say, but I'm quoting. He says that in the movie? And that's how they realize she's pregnant, because a woman's pheromones and a woman's chemistry changes when she's pregnant. Uh, I'm glad I didn't see that movie. But I just told you the worst part. I don't care. I'm glad I didn't see it. But that can be a problem. Men find their wife sometimes... Bad. They go. Well, here's the thing, though. Has has been in there for two babies. You've been in there. Yeah, I lived in there with my children. (laughs) I want to get to know them early. Um, You don't forget what it looks like when it's dilated and when they're giving birth. The vagina is dilated. It's not a pleasant thing, and you don't forget the pain that your wife went through. That you caused. This is your fault. Is a classic to a degree to yell. But on the flip side of that, yep, is what's amazing? No, (laughs) is the (laughs) s is that they don't remember it. Oh, because they have okay. something in their brain to erase yeah, it. Exactly. Jeff Garland, we've been reading the same books and the same pamphlets in the same waiting rooms. In the pamphlets. Yeah, I love a good pamphlet. 
Yeah. But that, what wait. reading room are you sitting in as a single guy? It's a pamphlet re- reading about reading. how the wife won't just remember. Just hang out in gynecologist lobbies. Well, you know, you could do that. You could. Be like, everything okay? Let's get an ice cream. <laughs> well, not about that. I'm just saying, I wonder how long you could sit in the lobby without... Because oh, the people who work behind the they desk... They don't know. They don't ever notice who's but sitting there. But you see, you and I know this. I bet this is something you notice. A lot of meetings, Los Angeles show business types go to a lot of meetings, right? And they're often in buildings you've never been before. I so, don't anymore, by the way. I believe you. No, I really don't. I, that's I, someone, something to be someone suggest a, meet, a meeting and I'll go, nah, that's not going to... Not interested. No, nah, I can't. That's I, a big... Uh, so you know when I go to meetings? Yeah. When I'm trying to get money for a movie. There you go. That's when I go to meetings. You go to Crossroads of the World, and they tell you they won't let you make Argo. Did you not see Argo? Yeah, they they filmed that at Crossroads. Yes, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They won't let you and see. that was a that wasn't real. That was I enjoyed that movie. I didn't. Ben Affleck. But see, now here's the thing, though. You didn't enjoy it as it enjoyment. A pitching of Goodwill Hunting meeting. I'm, I was going to see how long I could just say what I was saying and have you say what you're saying. No, I didn't like it because I, I thought the it was a good movie. A, no, I thought it was a good movie. I don't like recreating in that way. I've said this many times on the show, but Malcolm Gladwell actually says that there's a new computer program that they can load movie scripts into and predict what the movie will make based on certain factors. One of them is like what country does it start in? Like the opening sequence, what country are we in? Uh, I remember the um, the Nicole Kidman movie where she's an inter- – it's called The Interpreter. Starts in like the Sudan or something mm-hmm. and they're like, that's $11 million gone right there. I don't know why. It's crazy. I'm, I'm waiting for his new book where he'll talk about that. But one of the reasons I didn't like that movie is I don't want to be – You know what's interesting? In that country in the 70s. I uh, am not waiting for his new effigies. book, but I will buy it as soon as I see it. Is that right? But I'm not waiting for I it. I understand what you're saying. That's what Malcolm Gladwell complains to his agent. He goes, people buy me when they see me, but I want them to be waiting for me. <laughs> I want to get to that level. Yeah, I'm not waiting for him. I mean, I'm looking forward if I'm to think about well, next what time I would you, feel. Here's what's going to happen. But Jeff. I'm not waiting. You're going to be in an airport, and there it is. And then who will purchase it? Me. You're going to buy Proudly. it. Proudly. And then you'll scan it. I bought the second. Outliers? Um, no, not Outliers. Tipping Point? No, the other book Blink. written by the Chicago guys, the the economist and the guy. Uh, the Freakonomics? Freakonomics. How about the second Freakonomics? Freakonomics, too. Not that great. Not that great. Yeah, Freakonomics 1. A portion of the book is what the profits of Freakonomics 1 did to the economy. I know. <laughs> that was not a bad riff. <laughs> um, Are we going to go to masochistic and comedy? So here, this is like jazz. Okay. Coltrane, Davis, doing it so long, they start doing nonsense. The point is they're like. No. Okay, well, don't... I have an answer for you. Don't correct me. I have an answer for you. We're going to derail this again. Comedically and also jazz. I have an an answer for you. Keep going. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I wonder... But I have an answer, and it's not what you think I'm going to say. They start doing things that to the layman don't sound like melodies. That's what I'll say that. So then what I'm saying is when I perform too much, and this goes back to the beginning, when I perform too much, I start doing things, little games, where I lose the audience on purpose because it makes me feel something. Then the adrenaline comes in, and then I win them back because right. I don't have the natural occurring adrenaline of just being on stage. It's no longer a thrill to be on stage. I've been doing it too much. So I get on stage, and I will try to lose them. Subconsciously or consciously, I will lose them knowing that that will give me the energy to lift the car off my boy. And I, think, <laughs> right, I have a few thoughts on that. Hit me with all okay, of them. Okay, first off, what you just said was an epiphany to me. Oh, really? Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Um, <laughs> I'll talk about the epiphany last. Okay. First, <laughs> no, no. The best. <laughs> first, first, in terms of comedians and uh, 
I'm not, I won't even say comedians because it's not as much comedians as it is jazz musicians. Yes. I look at some of the later work of the jazz greats. Some. A lot of it has to do with drugs. Yes. Heroin. Okay. Rock and roll, too. Yes. Drugs. Drugs. You go, why is that album bad? Drugs. Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever said, why is that album great? Drugs. Right. Ever. Why is that stand-up great? Drugs. Right. No. It's always when they get clean. What happened? Bill Hicks gets clean, and then he does the best work of his life. The only exception is the Flaming Lips, probably. <laughs> Those when guys are clean, high. Yeah. Those guys are high. They're still uh, <laughs> But um, And the other thing I was going to say is there – well, here's the thing. <clears throat> That's interesting that at your point, you've already hit that wall. Mm. I just realized now when you said that, it's a problem that I have. I am so relaxed. I've always You're joked. So comfortable. I am the most comfortable comedian that there is on stage. <laughs> there is no one in our business more comfortable than me. Kitty, can we do this, please? The fan. I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I, I really, but super comfortable. But shouldn't I be more concerned with being the funniest? Yeah, comedian that's so funny. As opposed to the, the the most comfortable, and I'm extraordinarily comfortable. And that's because I do too many shows that don't matter. I realize. Yes. Well, it's good and it's bad. I'll tell you, the the good part is when I go up on stage at the comedy store and I realize there's nothing at stake, yep. uh, the good part is... Um, you can go anywhere, right? Yeah, but I do that. On, I've, I've, I've improvised entire sets on national television, uh, so I don't give a... Okay. You know, but the, the good part of <laughs> you it is... You did? Oh, I have. I do that. All, I mean, I would. I would. Do, I, I. One thing that I hate when I do a talk show. No, when you have yours. Yeah. The pre-interview. Don't. I don't do me. pre. I would never pre-interview you. If I, if an assistant of mine comes up to you and says Pete wants some pre-interview, you throw a ham at them. By the way, that happened once with John Stewart. Someone said, and I said, "Go ask John." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't want a pre-interview." Nobody wants. I don't know why the pre. Well, you know what. Your your boss, who C-O-B. is my, 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 my your former my, roommate my, and current friend. My friend. I do my research. There's way to I find it I love being with him. Yep. And I couldn't respect him more. Yep. But I hate when Frank Smiley, and I'll say who it is, yes. does w- the amount of work that goes into my segment is wrong. You mean you're because I don't get paid as a writer on the show, right? Why should I write my segment, right? I'm your guest. Make make and me I'll funny. And, and I'm all no, not make me funny. It is my responsibility. Sure, but I'm sorry, Conan O'Brien is one of the two or three funniest people I know. Yes, you're telling me that he can't just ask me things. I can't say something, and Andy. Richter, who's an old pal of mine. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. I'm between those two guys, yeah. and I need a pre-interview. We're in a hilarious hoagie, and you can't let me be the deli meat. Good night, every nurse. <laughs> so I find that very frustrating, I understand. And, I don't, and I don't like that. But what, so, what about when you do that show? Couldn't you tell the old COB that you don't want to do a pre-interview? They get very filled with they get very they get filled with anxiety. Uh huh. They do with that the lack of. But he, well, let me ask you this. You come out and there's your old friend. I think that I'm good. You know, Conan is actually is today Wednesday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tonight my Conan. Uh, although, when does this come out? Uh, not, not till next week. Next Wednesday. Oh, next Wednesday. So when people hear this, my current because uh, I do mine every two weeks. Yep. My current one will be Conan. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, by the way, yeah, the Conan. snow, the snow cone on. Yeah, and I and I. How was that? Great. Yeah. He's great. He's hysterical. You know why I'm nervous to ask him to do it? 
Because I know he'll say yes, and I'm worried he'll say yes, and he doesn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, That right, whole right, can't right. stop thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was with mine, too. You know, no, too but new. you're chums. You're I know, chums. I know, but still. We're, we're starting a new relationship, and I, I feel like I'd be I, like, hey, will you do advice? it? Yeah. Don't. Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't, and don't. I don't think I will. You shouldn't, because he's your boss now. Exactly. That's why you shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Really, I mean, and I love him, and he's a great guy, and he yeah. probably listens and go, "That's ridiculous." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually not ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. your boss. Yeah, no, I know. And you, you can't when interview you, Mr. Burns. But not that he's, he's not, not Mr. Burns. Not your boss. You have to take <laughs> your friendship extraordinarily slow. Yes. with a boss. Yeah, Larry is one of my best friends. Yeah, but he's my boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. I'm your boss. So there's always that in our relationship, and I never forget it. It's a, it's, it's a like people thing. who go to parties yes. at work and yes. they let it loose. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stupid yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. You get drunk at the at the or even in showbiz the rap party. Or, right. Yeah. Get drunk now. People remember for the next job. You idiot. Right. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> I'm careful so, what I what I what I say with Conan. There's certain things that I don't want to. I. I'd like to. I'd like to remain a little bit of afraid, afraid of him, to be honest. Not not inappropriately afraid. You're pointing. My epiphany at me just went away. Your epiphany was you perform too much, and when you're at the comedy store and you're on stage, I don't perform too much. I was performing too much. I used to never take breaks. Yes, I'm actually going on vacation next week. Yes, um, when this is on, yes, I'll be in Hawaii. And oh wow! In Maui, and the truth is, Maui, Maui. I don't take. I mean, I just look what I do for a living. I yeah. love it, so yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. take a. Our, our, our but work. I'm burnt right now. I'm burnt to a crisp. Yeah, I didn't say no today. I didn't say yeah. I'm burnt. Can we do it when we come back from vacation? Uh-huh. No, because I already pushed it once. No, no, e- you don't do that. Yeah, uh, class know? act. And I also was going to was going to do a job. I got offered a job on Comedy Central, this new show. Oh wow! Said no. Really? Yeah. For this. No, partially. Yes, I should say yes. Yeah, I got partially it. for this. Yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want to reschedule the couple things. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna. I'll wait to do that. But I'm, I was um, talking about the mass. I appreciate you being here very much. But the, the and I, I know you weren't fishing for that. I. But, but here's my point. Yeah, yeah. did you I remember? My point is did why the epiphany yeah. is no longer epiphany. Wait, all, it went away. It's no longer true. It's no longer true because Whoa. all the sets that I do. Yes. And where I'm always experimenting, that has led to me having the style that I have, mm-hmm. which is if I'm on the road and I'm in someone's city, let's say I'm playing Minneapolis, mm-hmm. I will go on stage and I will improvise, just start talking for as long as it works. Yeah, I understand. Sometimes that's been the entire set and it's been an hour and a half. We have this in common. I'd say my short end is about a half hour. I understand. That's that's like a bad night, a half hour. And then I'll go to material that I know. Yep. You throw it into gear. Throw boom, good night nurse. Yeah. The engine's warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um when a well, you're, set... already, you're already rolling down the hill so you can throw right. it right into things. Yes, boom, good night. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's great. But it was a natural, a hill is a natural way to start, and then you put it in third. No, yeah. no one even noticed you put it in no, gear. No one has an idea. In That's a, okay. yeah, well, that they're... comes from the effortlessness yeah, 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 yeah. of doing all those sets. Right. And also... But well, you don't lose when them a, on purpose? No, because when a set matters, yes. I'm extraordinarily comfortable because I've got all the batting practice. Yeah, okay. Now, going back to what I said... I do think more than five days a week too much. 
I agree. Now, five sets, because a lot of times on weekends you're doing more than one. Sure. But five days a week. You need two days of I nothing. Lo- I love a nothing. Yeah, nothing is a uh, big bowl of fancy. That's all I've been I've been doing that. I've been, See right a now, movie. I've, been doing, I've been doing both right now. Yeah. I've been doing the, a lot and nothing. I might go to a movie today. What are you doing after this? To I movies? would love to see The Place Beyond the Pines. No. What? Because that movie clearly takes itself way too seriously. I love taking myself too seriously. No, I'll go see uh, Danny Boyle's new movie. It has Daddy Goss in it. Who's that? Ryan Gosling. Oh, I know. I, by the way, in the right movie, yeah. I dig him this is a the, lot. This is, the, this is the right movie. It's got to no, be. No, it's not. No. I just want to believe. Also, I know two people that I love that yeah. are smart. Flanny, for one. He's in it? No, he said... No? No, oh. run. And my other friend, Dave Pasquese, I'm sorry to out them as people yeah, who don't like, like it. it, but they're two people who I trust. Yeah. And they said, don't. It's good to have those friends that can pre-screen. Well, but I have pre-screeners who I don't trust, and I go, we've oh, never yeah, agreed yeah, on a movie yeah, ever. Yeah, Why yeah, would yeah, I listen yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, what were you going to say? You Nothing. Said you, had, you had something? Nope. Oh, you're going to see which movie? I think I might go see the new Danny Boyle movie, because it looks pretty fun. Which one is that? Uh, the one where the guy... Can't remember what he did with the painting, and the, the therapist is trying to get it out of him. And okay, it's with uh, the kid and the guy. The, uh, <laughs> oh, the kid, and the guy, and the painting yeah, that he's trying the, to remember. And, and what's her name? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's beautiful? Uh huh. I yeah. love that one. Yeah. It's in theaters. It's in theaters. Yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I just sure, can't. sure. Well, you, uh, if his name was Boris, if Boris Karloff was starring in it, or Gene Hackman, I'd know. You know what we have in common is the French Connection. We have a French connection. Yeah, what do we have in common? Is that I don't like starting either. I'm interested in you improvising whole TV sets, like a network set, like a Letterman or like a like a snow cone. You just walk out there and start talking. On what show have you? did you do that? Um, I would have to. You see, knowing me without my things. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I, this isn't hard copy. I'm just I'm no, wondering if it was a no, story. No, no, no. It's not a matter of, of – uh, of, uh, no, there's no story to it, oh, okay. and I did well. Uh-huh. But I cannot – I mean, I could – I actually, it's so funny. I don't have my life organized <laughs> where I could go and say, oh, it was in 86. Yeah. It was – actually, I did do an evening at the improv. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. Was what? I improvised. That was one of the earliest ones. You did a set done, on Oprah? I've done this numerous times. It's not like the one time I'm looking for. Really? Oprah uh, was doing a show called, uh, it was a, an April Fool's Day show. And April they had, Fool's! And they had, <laughs> but they had people who had sent in tapes themselves telling a joke. Uh-huh. And I never told jokes. But her producers used to hang out at Zany's. Yes. And they got scared on the eve of this. I believe it was Monday, April 1st. It was a Sunday night I got called. I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm remembering that for whatever reason, but that could be completely wrong. And they said, would you come in and be on our, you know, joke a minute was the thing. Uh Uh On April Fool's Day. And they said, we'll put you on in the first segment before the credits. It's our most watched segment. Uh And I said, listen to the cocky bastard. I said, I don't really tell jokes. I'll come up with something, but I need my own dressing room, and I want it filled with bagels and donuts. I'm not making oh up. Oh, my God. Because I said, you don't have a regular guest, do you? They said, no. Where are these people going to be? They sit in the hallway. I go, well, I want the dressing room. And I go in there, and it's filled with bagels Holy and donuts. Holy shit. Yeah, it was awesome. And I went on there, and I... When you I riffed did, about bagels and no, donuts? No, I, I did the same thing. One sugar, one's bread. I, uh, <laughs> I, you know what I did? What? 
I did a everybody in a bar joke. I just did like a joke, a bar, a bar, but I just kept on adding people. Huh. Yeah, that's the first time. You mean time you were like a Jew, a rabbi? Yeah, but a... I kept on all these different people, yeah, a yeah. pirate and the pelican. and I mean, also all sorts of, uh, I say the pelicans, if there's been a pelican before, <laughs> but all sorts. And I believe it's on YouTube. Yeah. It doesn't, no one knows it's Oprah. People think it's like some old stand Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. I'm, I'm Where like, did you find that? What are you doing at that point in your life when you're demanding dressing rooms? I'm interested in the comedian the who the doesn't thing, have credits that goes thing. like, give me the dressing room. Bob Odenkirk, one of my oldest, closest friends, and uh, for example, yep. he used to love the old Conan when Conan was on the first two or three years. If you see any of my appearances on there, you think if you're from another country that I'm a big star when I come out. Ah. Because the I you know how Steve Martin does his segments, they're always like lead to some joke that's yeah. like that's what I would do on Conan. Really? Yeah, Conan, I did a uh, there was a retrospective of my work at a museum and I was talking about and the clips that I showed were like little bullcrap clips that I'd been in and also a clip from um What's the uh, uh, Tom Hanks movie where a box of chocolates? Uh, uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. I should have clipped from Forrest Gump that I wasn't in. Um, another time, um, there was a, there was a movie about diving underwater or whatever, and I and I had them film me eating a bowl of pudding underwater, <laughs> like a fake underwater, and I talked about being in the same movie and why wasn't I included in those clips? And I showed Michael, but you'd think. In all of these bits, you're that probably huge in I'm Estonia. Big, or he's something. like, a, well, he's a big comedian. Yeah. I'm nobody. Yeah. So I knew that I didn't have a joke. Yeah. I knew I didn't want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, to get there at seven o'clock, whatever it was. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I was cocky. Yeah. And I knew I was funny. Yeah. And so I said it. And guess where I ended up? In a room with donuts and bagels. <laughs> and then for the rest of the episode, yeah. if they ever pulled that out of, out of the mothballs, for the rest of the episode, I sat in the audience next to Oprah. No. And I made her keep on saying, I swear to God, Oprah, tell everybody it's a joke diggity day. And she did. Oh. Over and over. <laughs> so you are who you are. But you are what you are. I, I agree with you. And this goes back and to- I embrace. It. That's all. That's the mental permission to be. I'm and, a funny person, and, and also I'm, I was I'm kind it. of a dick in this way. Yes, I was cocky, um, but also if you weren't funny yeah. and you were in comedy, please stay the fuck away from me. Right. Where now there's plenty of people that aren't funny, and I'm nice to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like you used to be mean to the non-funnies. Well, no, I don't know that I was necessarily mean. I'm wondering as I was just non-existent, icy, icy and yeah. distant, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Really, you don't belong here. Ooh. I still think it. Oh, but I don't. Uh, I'm nice. Can I? Can I put this really to you? Yeah. It's, put me to anything. It, well, it it breaks my heart. We've said this on the show before. You need two things. You need drive and a little bit uh, under drive. I'm also going to put a little bit of business know how. You can't be a knucklehead. You understand? I think you need three things. All right, I'm going to tell you the two things that I think you need. Okay, and then then I want to hear. But, but first, I want to tell uh-huh. you this thought. Don't forget your three things. Look, I'll write down three. <laughs> Two, drive, ambition. You got to show up. You got to go up. Mm-hmm. You got to do, this, do mm-hmm. the work. Two is talent. You can kind of be okay in this business with talent and not a lot of drive. There are guys that I know that if they had more drive, they would do better. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little bit of Scientology in them. You know, like mm-hmm. fucking look people in the eye and shake some hands, you fucking dumb, dumb stuff. Wouldn't it be great if, if that's what Scientology was? I know, Please I just know. shake hand, people's hands and look <laughs> them in the eye, which I'm always telling my children, so they must be Scientologists. <laughs> I know, that was a go weird ahead. pull for no, me. Go ahead, go ahead. What I just mean is be Tony Robbins. Be a little bit of a, a self-starter. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, talent. But, okay, so put down the bong. You're fucking talented. Put down the bong. Maybe get some new fucking shoes, you hobo. And, like, let's do this for real. Now, but if you have drive and all the ambition, but none of the talent, mm. it actually breaks my heart. These are some of the people that we're talking about. These people that I see floating around, satelliting the scene. Some of them work really, 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 really hard. An argument could be made. Now, Jay Leno used to be really funny, but he was also really, really hard worker. There are even people that are way less funny than Jay Leno who are way harder workers that will get some bits out of sympathy. One of my favorite fake Onion headlines, uh, comedian given sitcom out of pity. You know what I mean? And, right. and it was written about how he had been. I, I in disagree the scene with too you long. 100%. I can't wait. Okay. Because drive, just in your own theory, you proved it's completely unnecessary. I did? You said if you're talented and you don't have that much but, drive, uh, which yeah, I believe. Yeah. I believe you can be talented. But here's my theories. Here's my three. Hit me with three. Talent is, is important. I'm glad we agree. But, but. if you know somebody and Ooh. or are lucky. That's a lot more important than talent. Oh, my God. Luck has so much to do with it. Knowing somebody helps so much. Yep. Now, if you are talented, you know somebody, and you're lucky. You're in business. Let me just shake your hand right now. Yeah. Welcome to the magical world of success. Yeah. Drive, to me, is what I call professionalism. Yeah, okay. Because... um, as you can see, drive has nothing to do with success in terms of you can be completely untalented. If you know somebody and you're lucky, you can move forward. Yeah, okay. Okay? All right. That exists. Okay. You can't Your be, third one is fucking up my theory because you're you right. Can't, you cannot be completely untalented and have drive yep. and have something happen without luck. And or knowing somebody. Yes, okay. Those, that's just... It's, that uh, still exists. The people move to L.A. and they think their cleavage at a, at a coffee bean might get them the part, and it might. One out of a billion, it might. You, you got yeah, lucky you got, and you, you met someone. And you met someone, yes. yes, or you know someone. Most definitely. You know, someone's tits have... have tits before... You said Elvira. I know, we're back to tits. Tits help a bunch, oh. but that's not on my list yeah, because a lot of us don't have tits. I understand. Um, a lot of us, if we gained weight, would have really enormous tits. I'm mildly doughy, so okay. we've covered that. <laughs> um, but I think it's, to me, because I know people, and I'm not going to say names, and Yeah, I think you know these people, and I'll just say in comedy, who are nowhere near as successful as they are because they smoke too much pot or they don't have work ethic. Say it again. They're not as successful as they could be because because they're lethargic. Yes, through their pot smoking, you think laziness this does exist. That does exist. Yeah, 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 I agree. But that's a level of professionalism. Okay, not drive. Um, professionalism. Well, yeah, because drive. Yeah, because you know what the people that I know who are talented uh-huh. and ha- the drive doesn't help anybody because the drive irritates people. Yeah, but I mean, like, 
I understand what you're saying, but uh, when I was, I'm gonna, I, I only know, I know myself better than anybody. Mm. So when I was 22, you're I, lucky. I, mo- you are. I'm not kidding. What you. do you mean? So many people don't know themselves. They it's don't like, know inherently in their gut themselves, yeah. and they make fa- poor choices right and left. You don't. They're, well, I appreciate that very much. That was very sweet. But when I'm 22, mm-hmm. I moved to Chicago, mm-hmm. your your hometown. Yes, because I because I had what I'm calling drive, belief in myself, right. and awareness. I know it's weird that I'm complimenting myself, but it was... No, hold on. I had the same thing. Keep going. Exact same thing. Really? And I moved back to Chicago. I had moved to Florida when I was 12. Yeah. And I moved back at 22 Ah, to do stand-up in Second City. That's what I did. But the drive, go. But that's what I'm calling drive is I'm 22. I want to do comedy. I studied Farley. I studied people like you, these Mm. guys coming up through Second City. Did you really study me? No, I said people like you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm fine. You know, you go... So where did they go? Where's the gold rush? Where do the talented people go? What were you Mm. saying? No, no. I I find that nobody in Chicago... (laughs) Uh, is enamored by me in terms of young comics. Interesting. Uh, they're respectful because of what I've accomplished. Yeah. But you say Hannibal and they all... Yeah, will, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm good with this. Yeah. Uh, they'll all jump and go... This fucking, is like the Malcolm... I saw Hannibal at the thing. No one talks about my stories or whatever. You're Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. I'm no Malcolm. one looks forward to your book, but they'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> or they respect that I can write it. That's exactly right. But every comic I meet from Chicago gives me respect... But not like there's no, and it's not even a generational thing uh, in terms of, well, Hannibal's who they remember. Right, who, right, right, right. You know, you're the second you, person to tell me this this week. Uh, Nate Bargatze, who started in Chicago, with I don't us, even know who he never is. gets included in our group. But I don't even know who he is. TJ, Hannibal, me, uh, whatever, Bronger, Kyle, never Nate Bargatze. What's what's the the? Oh, never mind. Go Same ahead. town too, Chicago. Right. No, I you know. You want to be remembered with your town. Did you guys? Did any of you know of me as a comic when you were coming up there? No. Isn't that amazing? Is it is. See, I'm sorry. I feel bad. Now, no, but, God, don't feel let's, bad. But let, let's, but it's amazing. Let's find a better. Mm. Go no, go back. Let, to what let's you're find talking a better word for what I'm calling drive because I'm talking about. The difference between 22 year old Pete that moves to Chicago and the 22 year old Pete who's scared and stays. At home. That's fear. That's it's only fear. Huge. That's not that, drive. That's fear. What is fear? I'm afraid fear, of, of being fear a failure. And, I, and, I, and this is something that I've talked about for years and I've done it in my stand. I just did it last week and the audience applauded, which is the worst ah. because I'm not getting a laugh. I don't yeah, want applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not come see Jeff in his soapbox. Yeah. I love your soapbox. But the premise is this. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people Forget talent, forget luck, forget who you know. Throw all that aside. The one difference is... Hit it. People who are talented are filled with fear, but they don't let it... People who are successful don't let it... Let's just say talented. Don't let it stop them. Yeah, there you go. Because when you see successful people, you think, oh, they must be fearless. Yeah. No, 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 no. Everyone is scared. Yeah. I'm scared, even, you know, no matter what. I'm scared. We're all scared. But it doesn't paralyze me. It doesn't stop me from moving forward. I don't know if that's drive. I think it's just being stronger. It's beating fear. It's saying, fuck you, fear. It's interesting. My 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 first therapist. Because I don't... If I I may, I love... Please, please, please. I'm sorry to interrupt my first therapist. No, please. But I didn't know you back then. Yeah. But you're a confident... You're you're so funny. You're like so confident. You don't let fear stop you. You've got everything going for you. Ah, I think. No, it's really, it's a dream come and, true and, to hear you say that. And people dig you. Anyone who's who's <laughs> who's gets in, the Conan's not stupid, man. He's not a stupid. He's smart. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. To do to 
to uh, uh, do all this. What I don't get from you yeah. is a big drive. I know you want to be successful. I know you want this yeah. because to me, I think you're mistaking drive with passion. Okay. So you're not getting passion from me? No, I am getting oh. passion from you. Oh, I don't you don't the... like drive, though. Drive, drive is, that, is like, unattractive. Hey, Jeff, uh, yeah, well, I... how do you get that curb gig? Well, <laughs> actually, no. See, but people with drive will hide. Yeah, their is agenda. Their, their agenda. Uh-huh. They hide You get agenda. calls, I'm sure. Maybe people know better. People call you and ask for Larry's number. And that's one of the no one has ever things. no one has ever called me and asked me for Larry's. Is number. that right? Ever? That's respect. See, yeah, you're respected. Never, never. I had to call because Chris. they would have to know. There's no, you know, I like for example, just uh, let's yeah. say you said to me yeah. off air, yeah, can you get Larry, try and get Larry to come do the show? Sure. And I would tell you that he probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, it'd probably be just as difficult to get him even to come on your late night show. Yeah. But I would say to him, watch this guy. He's great and whatever. But it wouldn't be where I would try and talk him into this because I know that wouldn't be – Yeah. Like he didn't mind only because our relationship. I get that. I love that episode, by the way. Mark Maron's been asking me to try and get Larry. Would you you get him? I know. I'm just trying. (laughs) No, but I would. And and Larry likes Mark Maron, what have you. Right. But it's not something that he would do. People – People call me. It stopped happening, thank the mm. Lord. But early in my career, I used to get a lot of phone calls, and I didn't have an agent at the time. And they'd be like, hi, it's Blah Blah from APA. How you doing? And this goes back to your drive hiding right. it. So they're driven. And they're like, how you doing? I'm like, good. What is this? Are they going to ask for a meeting? Or they, they, they saw a set? Some, some make a little small talk. Then the pause. And I'm like, here it comes. And I'm a, a little kid, you know, really hoping that these agents want to work with me. Right. And they're like, do you have TJ's number? TJ uh, Miller. Yeah. And Did Dave Miner do that to you? No. Okay. That's really funny. Sure. I, I remember everybody. He's my manager, too. Okay, it? there you go. I love him. I don't harbor any resentment. He's making it a joke. <laughs> like, you know, because that's his manager. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Miner. Miner would never do that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I recently – Whitney Cummings is going to do the podcast, and I, I texted Chris D'Elia for her email, and he, he gave it I have it her email. I, I didn't think to ask you. No, no, but I – and I have her number. But what you know the best way to do it? Yeah. Is to oh, send a BCC – I mean, send a introduction email. You know, I think you're going to love the way I did it even better. Wow. I bet this is going to vibe with you so hard. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this to vibe mm-hmm. real hard? The way I booked the show – is is like the way you booked the Michael Moore Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. I saw, where did I see you at the HBO Emmy party? Right? Uh-huh. And yeah, that's, and that's where you asked me to do it. Yeah, because we're out in life. Right, we're in similar circles, uh-huh. and there we are. Whitney is in my circle. I've wanted to have her on the show. Waited till I saw her at By a the show. Way, can I tell you something? This is how we book the show. We run. I run into people and then I book them. I very rarely email. People. She's a genius. Is she really? She is. She is a brilliant, brilliant person. Doesn't surprise me. Um, I'll, I'll uh, say we've met twice, and she remembers my name and gives me a nice big hug and is very friendly. Well, that's well, that's what I. I'll think. tell you why because she thinks I'm funny, and I've I've seen her. But by the way, that's that, all that, 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 that helps. Yeah, it sure does help. For but it helps for you too, I've man. Ended, I've ended friendships because I saw sets, and I'm like, I can't be friends with this guy. Really? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Still now. Um, if I'm in a new friendship with somebody and they're oh, a comedian yeah, yeah. and then I see them and well, I'm just if like, I see someone, that's not what I'm about. So if I, but see, you can't get too close. Yeah. Like I used to do the show. It's like they're the My combo religion. platter show. Yes. Which was. Uh, I did that with you. Yes. Yeah. Which you were great. Oh, thank you. You weren't good. You were great. <laughs> but I've let. 
quote hacks do it with me before mm-hmm. and you know just because they're nice people and it's like let me give them a shot sure and no they're fucking hacks <laughs> when they do it they <laughs> they write the notes on their hand oh, and yeah it's like because even for you writing the notes down now that wouldn't work on that show because sure. you have to be in the moment. Right, right, right. Here, being in the moment is great, yeah. but it kills you because you don't go back to what was. Right, 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 right. You know, um, I actually think the answer is in the moment. It's in, right. sometimes what, the answer I, is in the moment. The answer is in the Big moment. Big bulb in the moment. And I think oh, you it was, should talk about Dell a little bit. I should talk about Dell Close? Because that seems like something he would say. Following the fear. What well, I've here's been, the thing. but I, I don't want to pretend like I, I, I did know Dell. Um... Uh, I ate with him a few times. Um, I never studied with him. Okay. I saw his work. Yeah. And You saw uh, him improvise or you saw his... I saw him improvise. I actually did a show at a theater in Chicago uh, called The Remains Theater that is now a Bed Bath & Beyond. It's sad. Huh. Billy Peterson started the theater. You know William Peterson? I don't. Uh, he was the first actor on CSI. I'm going to go for the... To Live and Die in L.A.? I don't know. But anyhow, the point being is... Billy Pearson's a great actor. Doesn't, okay. It's not important. Wait, a, wait. Is he CSI the he great? Was a, he yeah, played. He was, he was the first CSI. Yeah, guy I know him for the first six in. He, he was he, also he, in the season. movie Crush. Or something. Yes, he yeah, was yeah, playing yeah. the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, I know him. That's Billy Pearson, a great Chicago actor. Grissom. Great you know. his name was Grissom on that show. Um, but anyhow, after so I did a sh- that theater. I did a show. They're called. I did a few of them. I want someone to eat cheese with an uncomplicated. And I'm pretty positive after Uncomplicated, I can't remember which show it was, but he did an improvised show with David Pasquese, uh, the two of them, and it would be after my show and I saw that show and we'd, I'd see them in the dressing room afterwards. And one of the nights I got fired from Second City because I quit and got fired a bunch. Mm-hmm. Dell um, made me feel better about it, you know. Really? And my stand-up, well, the, the combo platter thing is really based off a of Herald. Mm-hmm. Oh, you told me that when yeah. you were about to do it. But but based off a of Herald, nine hundred years ago. Yeah, you know it's yeah, not yeah, something yeah. I saw the Herald a month ago. I mean, this is like uh, we're talking twenty five years ago. I don't think it's changed too much, or it shouldn't. No, it? no, no. But the point being is that I saw it when Dell was doing it with classes. My friends, Dave right. Pasquazi, I mentioned. Right, right. I'm like, oh, that form could work great in stand up. Yeah, and that's when I did it, and I tested it out. Well, let's talk about the moment. I I, I bet you you'd agree with this. When I'm doing this interview and when you're doing your interviews, uh-huh. sometimes I'm like, oh, don't forget that. This is why we're similar. This is why mm. our brains work similar and why we talk similarly. Because mm. I have to keep reminding myself it's an active exercise where I go, don't worry about asking him about this. What did he just say that made me feel something? Yes, of course. You have to even, be in the moment. Even if it's a but pause. But that's what I said weird, to you about yeah. improvisation and acting. It's about listening. Yeah. You've got to be there and you listen. But if you and glaze drive, over, you're done. If, you're, if you're filled with drive. Yeah. You're not in the moment. And you're not listening. And if, you, if your drive comes to the stage, which it can, I remember I used to do a, um, there used to be a bunch of Second City alumni who used to, there was a theater in Santa Monica and then other places, and it was like Second City alumni night, where all the alumni. And there were some of us, and I would be part of this group, that it was like, wow, I can work out. Mm-hmm. And then there were other people who were like, wow, I can show my wares. Good. And then there were other people who just show my wares with a crazy drive. Mm. And then you'd be on stage with them, and it'd be a huge drag. Well, that's a horrible huge, move. Huge drag. Well, that's what, one of the things that's, that's difficult. That's why I stopped. And I used to drive home from those gigs yeah. feeling horrible. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's like bad sex. No. You don't think so? No. Bad sex, you've touched somebody else naked, it's good no matter what. Uh, 
I mean, you know, bad sex. You'd have to have really bad sex to have it really to but drive if, home that sad. But if, like if it's a sex with a breakup, then I can understand, uh, unless you wanted the breakup. I'm just saying presence in performing and in sexuality or just in human interactions is important. Right. You could have a lunch with somebody where you're like, I just didn't get the sense that they were there. By the way, I'm let's, make let's talk feel. about that for a second. What? Think about sex. Yeah. People who are really good at sex. Yes. And I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about good. There's a comfort level and there's a being in a moment level. Yeah. And you don't have performance anxiety. Yeah. Because you're in the moment. Yeah. And that so really, it's just like doing sets. You, you people who have sex a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Are just comfortable with it. Yeah. I'm somebody who I haven't had sex a lot. I mean, you know, I've had sex numerous times. Yes. And my, more than two. Yes. Uh, proof. Uh, Less than 10, though. Not 10 times, but 10 partners. Less than 10 partners. Easy. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know the number. Could be seven, could be nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I really didn't count. But yeah, not a lot. And, you know, I'm I, with my wife. A you long know, time. I have, and, um, which means I don't have sex a lot as a joke. Yeah. A joke, but not a joke. <laughs> um, but the, the truth is, and I'm very comfortable, you know, with her. I'm, yeah. What are you, Howard Stern? I'm admitting all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point being is <laughs> that that's why I do sets is because I want to be comfortable when the moment really matters. Right, right, right. So, aren't you uncomfortable on stage? Aren't you uncomfortable with your pants off? I'm, I am, but the thing That's is, I'm not uncomfortable walking around with my pants off. But I think that if I here's the best way to say it, and I'll say probably because mm. I'm a human being, I mm. I probably will never cheat on my wife <laughs> because if there was a situation that I'd find myself in where I could be cheating, yeah. I'd be terribly uncomfortable and have extraordinary performance anxiety. I understand. Like it wouldn't be a positive experience. Right, 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 right. At all. Unless it was somebody that you had a long-standing emotional affair with that you trusted very well and had tried out a few test boners and hugs and stuff. <laughs> I would have to say yes, but unfortunately, I have not done that. Yeah, that's the reason I have some, I have a lot of close women friends. Is there's no the, the sexualities at least? Not, from, well, you know, my, it's funny from that my you standpoint, say that. it's not there. I don't know. I can't. Speak my manager that. Dave Rath one time said to me something. I was like, I love women. I love I love meetings with women. Mm. And he goes, uh, Well, there's there's a certain non-threatening, non-not hypersexual thing about you. And I was like. I don't like that, but I know you're right. Like, he, well, he's I have right. the same thing. Well, yeah, it's, it's, but, dis, it's disarming. But the bad side of me, uh, I, I, I never had pro- I should say I never had problems getting girlfriends, but I really didn't. Yeah. Sometimes I chose women that were the wrong woman to choose. Yeah. Did you ever go through this festival? Holy shit. Do we have to wrap this up? Am I done? No. Oh. What in I my face? The, I'm so interested. No, I have no idea. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Um, the number of times, and by the way, this would be a good half dozen easy. Yes. Maybe more. Where I would be in love with somebody and they loved me but as a friend, but they learned from me mm-hmm. and they got a lot out of my friendship. Platonic relationship. But 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 a but a platonic relationship that they counted on. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. Not just a light, oh you're my friend, let's go to the movies, but like yeah. oh I knew you were their port in the story. Okay. And also I can talk to you about how what an asshole so-and-so right, right, right. Okay. But I, I made myself known my, you know, that I liked them. I, yes, uh, yes, yes. Oh, uh, unrequited. Unrequited. Yeah. That's where I'm going down. Okay. So unrequited. 
I think you want the required. I, I, but, but what I was about to say to you is, I don't think there's been a time in my life, as much as what Dave Rath said, and I said similar, yeah. where I've had an unrequited that hasn't turned into them being crazy about me and wanting to be with me. However, yeah. there wasn't one time where I wasn't done. In other words, I moved on. You moved on. And I really didn't feel the same way. I, and then once you really move on, which is why you can't fake the moving on. Yes. I mean, I imagine some people who are really good actors See, can Jeff, do that. you didn't know your voice when you loved them, and then you found your voice. Good night, nurse. And you didn't make Yes, you, indeed. You didn't, you didn't go with Whitney. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, you know, I would move on, and then they would pursue me like crazy. Yeah, there you but go. But it was, holy that's, shit, that's cleaning supplies. That's all right, um, But ho- ho- I have to say that that was a, a, a thing of my past. That's women. great. More than once. Oh, oh, pretty much every time. Interesting. Yeah, every time, yeah. It must feel pretty good. No, it only feels ba- There's no revenge. You didn't, give, no, him, you no. didn't give him a, a little D revenge? No, You nothing. didn't go like, let, let me give you a full tour of what you're missing? No, <laughs> because I was sincere. I understand. And so, I wouldn't have done and that. I, and I actually liked them. You know, I, sure. There wasn't anybody that I moved on where I went, I don't like them as a person. Right, I liked them right, as a person. Right. But it wasn't... Well, you know, some some people are a slow burn. You you, you got to know him a while, and then you go that that Jeffy Garland guy. He's he's really something. But that's later on as I got older, and yeah. obviously my wife would fall under this. Right, I did wait. But and and, and you got a marriage. Woman, you got a woman who wise who was wise. Yeah, but I didn't. You know, early on, fuck it up. I just sort of right. let's just hang out, be friends. Yes. you know. Oh, you were friends with your wife first. She was my agent no. in Chicago. Yeah, she likes to joke and say she got more than 10%. I was just going to say you give her 10% of your D. Yeah. That is, that's the dirty yeah. version of your wife's better joke. Yeah. You, so, um, so that's, yeah, she was, you know. And, she then she did, and then she did start liking me before I started liking her. Oh. But it wasn't. It was she just kept setting of, up meetings for you yeah. that are just, no, okay, you, you got but it. But I say her, I should have asked her to marry me the second I met her. I have a great wife. Really? Yeah, I love her. Well, you met her and you felt some juice. No. No. Juice friend-wise. I don't mean juice in your dick. I mean like you go, who is this person? Oh, definitely. She was interesting. A but little I bit, wasn't a little bit of soul. Inclined. A little bit of soul. Yeah, I dug her. She wasn't necessarily... I remember my first breakfast with her. We yes. went to breakfast. Not after like having I sex. It. I get it. But we, 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 we had like a breakfast meeting because she was my agent. Yes. And I remember thinking, oh, she's going to make some guy's life crazy. Oh, my God. And I know I who that guy is. I, I know him very well. <laughs> I know him very well. But I don't regret a second of it. I, oh, good. She is, she's great. How long? Been, uh, been this eighteen years. Holy cow! Yeah, it'll be eighteen years. No, no, eighteen years. Yeah. That's almost Conan is sorry to related to Conan, but they're coming up on twenty years. Or they just yeah, no, Conan years? and I were similar type of thingy yeah. with the thingy. I, I just mean him doing the show has been almost. No, I know that, years. but I'm saying his oh. relationship. By the way, it, very much so. I remember when Conan first got the show, he came and met. I wonder if Marla and I were married then. Hmm. Conan was invited to my wedding. He didn't come. Smigel came. Uh-huh. But anyhow, Robert my a lot of fun people at the wedding. I bet it's a great wedding. Uh, this, is anyhow, a, this is a name But these are people, place. like Amy Sedaris, no one knew who she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, Stewart, she was, it's because John she was Stewart, in character. no one knew. Mitch Hurwitz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know uh, Mitch. Before he created I really do know Mitch. He's, he's a sweetheart. He's the best. He, yeah. One of my best uh, podcasts. Um, was Mitch Hurwitz? Oh. I got to get him on my show. 
He'd come. Yeah, he would do it. He's a great guy. He's busy right now finishing up Arrested Development. I was gonna, but... I was gonna write on that. You know why I didn't? Because of the Conan thing. Because of the pilot. I had to. Well, you know what's really interesting? <laughs> I was gonna offer you to write something with me. Really? Yep. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And Tell guess me. what? The day I was gonna do it. Read about the pilot. Oh, my God. I'm like, he's not going to have time. But I'm busy, too. Maybe we'll yeah. do something in our spare time. Yeah, why not? Fun things with fun people. Well, the thing is, I want to I want to make like a Mel Brooks-style comedy. Maybe airplane but oh, but yeah. like Mel Brooks in terms of like Young Frankenstein and History of the World. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to do something like mad, that. Mad, 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 world. Actually, mad, 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 mad world. Mad, 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 mad world. It's a mad, 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 mad world is not in that style. You uh-huh. may think it's because you've never seen it, obviously. No, I've seen it. You have. But I was young. But it is. It, it is. There is. I know Airplane big, very, very well. Yeah. But it, it, um, no, it's done in a style that's uh, more grounded. <laughs> I'm now laughing at moments from Airplane. <laughs> By the way, how funny is that movie? Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, just, you know, yeah, just don't yeah, call yeah. me Shirley. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just greatness. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just don't even... Yeah, I mean, it's as funny as it gets. I get so turned on during the turbulence a woman walks by with her boobs was, out. Bouncing, I and know. And that was enough to make me be, go blind. Well, actually, their earlier years. movie... Uh, Kentucky Fried movie, which yeah. just came out on Blu-ray, I believe. That has a woman getting sex in the shower with her, with her boobs on the glass. The greatest thing ever. To this day, I still find boobs on glass to be amazingly erotic, and that's because why I got that. it because of that. I'm with you. It was one of my first boobs, and I'm not. A, I'm not too proud to admit that I've typed no, in that's boobs on glass. Into, oh, okay. I've not, but I'm going yeah, to yeah, now. Yeah, 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 I yeah. actually am going to put you, boobs on there's glass. There's not that much boobs on glass on those ones I've Well, like. then I think we need to fill that. Uh, that's our project. Yeah, that's our project. <laughs> These yeah. are boobs on glass. But, but you know, when I, I thought, well, <laughs> I after spending you time with that. you, I thought, oh, he could be great doing that. You know? Oh, that's I would love to do something in that style. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Let's stay on love, though. You met Marla. She's your agent. And yeah. How long did you date before you got married? Uh, well, before we got married... What was a year? First year we didn't date. We dated a little oh, bit, a little bit. Then we moved in together. We uh-huh. dated. And we moved in together, and we were together a couple of years. So we've been together like twenty years. Wow. Yeah. So you dated for a year before you moved in. Yeah. Who's calling the shots? I, I, I'm not trying to be typical of, with like. No, with she like, really wanted me to move in. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, she really wanted me to move. So in. So she had her sights on you. It. She had her. She told it. She actually told her friend. Pointed at me across the street and said she was going to marry me. Really? Yeah, and then another friend saw me somewhere, called her, and said, I, I, met, I saw the guy that I think you're going to marry. A separate? Yeah. Yeah. What do we make of this? Well, there's, uh, I guess it's, what do they call that when you... Uh, Kismet? Uh, serendipity? I don't know. Yeah, a little serendipity. Are we yeah. putting any stock in that? Because here you know. are and here... But I'm also a believer that you can love many women. Sure. I say many. I understand. More than one. I'm a believer. I wish I was comfortable enough with sex that I could just have sex. Yeah, what of open relationships? That that never I wish I could. To me it's too idealistic. There's too much baggage that comes with it. Okay, you go to your wife and you say, look, I'm Jeff Garland. People know who I am. Occasionally I have to imagine a, a, a young lady has to be erotic. My wife 
would say to me, do what you want. No, she just wouldn't. Don't, yes, she would. Don't embarrass me. And then I wouldn't know how to pull it off. What are you, in the mafia? Yeah, I, but I would embarrass get her. Some fucking, I'd embarrass myself. Get some Viagra. It, it works great. It goes to your, no, I, right to your I dick. I know, but that doesn't help performance anxiety. What are you talking about? That's what it's for. No, there's, it's no, no. there's no greater no. anxiety pill than Viagra. No, no, no. I've used, I never use Viagra. I've used the other one. Cialis. Right? Cialis. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, That's how you have your affair. But, but, <laughs> now, hold on. So let me tell you a little story that goes something like this. Viagra Cialis, your mind is stronger than anything in the universe. Now we're if you have pro- Scientology. And by the way, I want to say publicly, yeah. I do not have performance anxiety with my wife. I understand. Why would you? But... Um, well, there's a tinge of it in my head at all times. Well, you, well, that's the fear. That's why you're successful yeah. at fucking your wife yeah. because you don't. Because you still care. You go. I really would like to give Marla the business. <laughs> give her, I said that to her. Hey, honey, how about the business tonight? <laughs> would you please? But, but, um, I, I don't. I mean, maybe for some people on an insecurity level, yeah, performance anxiety. But for me, performance anxiety is strong. Yes. It's. Uh, what do you mean? It's elevating your heart rate. You're sweating. You're no, but I'm only thinking about. All right, I had a conversation with a comic. I don't want to say his name. And Richard Lewis. <laughs> That's we who were, I'm going to cast in okay. the part. So the opposite. <laughs> okay. We we were discussing women and whatever, and 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 how we approach sex and what have you. And he was adamant that he could give a shit if not in terms of rape. Mind you, he'd have to. She'd have to want to yeah, do it consensual. With him, but he doesn't give a shit how much she's enjoying. That's her business. What? Yeah. And he's a stand-up. Yeah, he he doesn't care. It's my opinion that that's another extension of performance that it comedians is. have to it be is. givers. Well, so the flip side is yes. I would only be concerned with her enjoyment, not my own. I'm going to have a hard time getting to my finish line if I don't think she's getting to her finish line. Good night, nurse. Nothing, I'm with you. Nothing makes I've me... I've said good night, nurse too many times. because I, oh, just I became, love it. Like, I just became aware of it, so that means I've said it too many times. No, people are going to enjoy it. No, they're not. I see the comments no, they're not. and they're like, wake back up, nurse. It's a great podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the performance... I'm saying, why couldn't you take a dick pill and then have, have a lurid affair? Because I, cause you know what? Yeah. I think I could, but I couldn't. And by the way, earlier you said it have to be somebody I trust, somebody. Yeah, yeah. a couple that test doesn't, That doesn't, that doesn't, I, I don't have that. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I hear, I hear well, the best way to say it. I've actually talked, tell my wife this. All the women that I spend time with, all of them. Yeah. Are not the kind of women that would sleep with a married man. <laughs> no, they're, they're women of character. They have great character. They're, they yes. would not do that. But what so, if it wasn't like a, an affair? What if you guys... I don't know why I'm pushing this. You, your wife, everybody in your little cul-de-sac. I'm imagining you live in some sort uh, okay. of lovely cul-de-sac. No, it wouldn't work. You go, we, we're swingers. No. We want to fuck. I'm not a swinger. But you're going to be. No, I'm you're not You're going to be. That's not who I am. You're going to get some That's sex. not who I am. And I, you're going to love it, and you're going to look over at your wife. I'm very, and very. And high-fiver. I'm the perfect guy to go down on you for a year. Not you. Yes, I but understand. That's, that would be my skill. You'd start with going down on her. And I'd stay there. <laughs> At some point. As, as long as it's needed, and then I'm welcome, happy to go back. Why, why am I on a podcast saying these unbelievable <laughs> personal things? But what's great is I don't have a level of fame 
that this is going to show up on the. Um, it's funny that you say that because like Johnny Ham did the show. John, John Ham. Okay, John Ham does have a love. That's what I'm saying. He made a couple comments about his dick because right. we talked a little bit about his dick, and then I was shocked to see them in headlines. You know what I mean? On, was it from this? From this. Oh, that's where it all started. No, because no, I, no. It's I, not. I, it's not where it started. I, went, I was on. Um, it's where it finished. I was on uh, that website. Uh, what's her name? It's got the website. The 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 one that. It's got everything from stupid shit to political shit to oh, Huffing, Huffington Post. Post. Too much stupid shit that I want to be reading. Ha. And my point is, I went there the other day just to, oh, let me just go, and there was John Hamm's dick. Yeah. Not his dick, but there talking it about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't aware about yeah. his penis size. Yeah. To be that talented and that handsome and, and have that a huge dick. Well, penis, I mean, that, that is the story. That's just, are you fucking kidding I've also me? bowled with him. There's a video we don't, you can watch on YouTube, and he's a fantastic bowler. Well, see, I don't think that's an attractive uh, skill. I, I, I liken it to this. I only I, enjoyed I bowling my, once in my life, and that was uh, watching The Big Lebowski. Other than that, there's been no bowling Okay, excitement. I'll give you that. But I say this to you. Uh-huh. Johnny Ham, no way he's rehearsing bowling. So when he's good at bowling, I go, this motherfucker's just good at everything. He is because he's so funny. He's so funny. Charming. Charming, he's got it all. Solid. He's got it all going. Speaking of not fucking around and he's stuff. He's got it all going. Solid with, with, with his wife. Uh, not his wife, but his basically wife. Common law. His common law I would wife. go common law. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got a common law one. Yeah. Which is great. No, he's really solid with her. That, no, he's, he's an impressive individual. Yeah. Still, and the penis is like a, just a bonus thing. I know. Well, if you're going to. So gonna, he talked about, did he talk about his sex life with his girlfriend? No, he did not. I asked him. I actually it was the closest I came to offending somebody on the show, but, but it was great that I phrased it this way. I said, "Do people ask you if you wish you were single because you're a sex symbol and you could be cleaning up?" Right. And he said, "If they did," which is weird because I just kind of did. Right. He said, "If they did and they do, it's insulting to me and right. it's insulting to my girlfriend." Most definitely. And I was like. Yeah. So my, my, wife, my wife says, yeah, do it. Don't embarrass me. How could I not embarrass her? I'd have to have a secret. It would have to be awesome. That's why I'm saying I need to go on location and film a movie with a lead actress that, well, that just wants my penis. You hear those stories. Was, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll fall in love with somebody, fuck them the whole time, oh, cuddle them that. on I've the ne- plane. I've never heard that. I cut, well, I, I, Why are you doing that? What do you, you mean? Do you know that for a fact? I don't know that for a fact. Then don't do that. Okay, bleep that name. Yeah, bleep the name. You got to write down the time. All right, bleep you, bleep the name. Only because, and I'm not saying I need to be in a movie to go get laid. The point be, uh, you're, well, then you should say you know that. I don't want to say I know that. Okay, still bleep the name. Okay, I wouldn't well, say it if I didn't. I've heard know gay it. rumors, so that's good that that you hear that. Really bleep the name. Oh yeah, I've heard gay rumors, but any of the, uh, I get, I have a weird theory with with the huge celebrities gay. I'm just like I think they're bored. It's like Greco Roman style. Yeah, well that's that that was the whole uh, Prince thing, and Michael Jackson and oh were they were and they Eddie Murphy that they oh were in that, bed together? No, no, they weren't in bed either. But wait, just that, that was, I've heard that that they have. It? Arsenio Hall was in that mix as well. Somehow, I don't know, and yeah, so I'm not. We're saying, all speculating. Okay, no, nobody doesn't even, think we're I'm speculating. I'm not even speculating. I'm just saying that I've heard the like the Mick Jagger, David Bowie thing, boredom. Right. Uh, I don't even think boredom. I, I kind of think that's like a new level. They're all doing these mind expanding drugs. They're dancing around like roosters, writing some of the greatest rock and roll of all time. I don't really care if they're butt fucking. Of of the things they're doing, that's one of the least impressive. I could care. I could care at least. Impre- yeah, as if there's an impressiveness. On you wrote it satisfaction. That's impressive. Yeah, who cares what you're doing with your dick? Yeah, you could be 
you know, putting it in a watermelon while you write satisfaction. Did he write satisfaction? He wrote the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, he what's wrote it, what's his name? Keith Richards wrote it and recorded it right. and was blackout drunk, I believe, or high. Didn't remember playing it and then played it back the next day. I believe that. Recorded. Is that from his book? I don't know. Oh. I don't know where I got that. Also, Mike. Do people actually listen to this entire podcast? Yeah. People get mad that it's so long. Well, it's kind of like, because when I saw how long it was, it's kind of like a, you know, disc jockeys do three, four-hour shifts. And you know what I say? What? Turn it off when you're done. And I don't say that aggressively. Did I you mean say that, it aggressively that right now? Turn it off when you're done. No, more aggressive. Hey. <laughs> I have a hard time doing no, it. The hey helps. I had a hard right, time do it doing again, it. Do it again. I have a hard time at auditions when they want me to be me. No, no, but I can help you. I'm a good director. That's what okay, I'm about. But, <clears throat> by the way, what if I told you that's my greatest skill? I, I, will, uh, I will believe you yeah, okay. in purpose but of this game. Just do a little, bit, a little bit more. Hey, turn it off when you're done. And end with an okay. All right. Hey, turn it off when you're done, okay? I don't like it. I know. It's the mean. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Ready? It is. You're, you're complaining to me that my podcast is too long. How about, you, how about this? You turn it off when you're fucking done, huh? Great. Better? Yeah. Go, go. I brought you to that place. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone into auditions where they're like, you need to be a dick to me. You need to, this guy's an asshole, be a dick. And I, I, I've said this on the show before. I'd rather they be my friend. I don't want the part. I just would like them to go that way. I so want to play a villain. You don't even know. Really? I remember when I had to shave my head for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Both J.J. Abrams and um, Ben Stiller are like, you should play a villain. Yeah. Without my hair. You well, know. Those are two people that could make that happen. And neither of them did. Hey, Red Hour. Hey, Bad Robot. <laughs> Get on the horn. Well, actually, if I had pushed Ben, I would have become annoying. Yeah. But, I, but J.J. was very specific. He wanted me to be a villain on that show that he had on, on Fox. I don't know if it's still on. Uh, 24? Fringe. No, Fringe. Yeah, he said, you'd be a great. Because I wasn't, not when I was, just a very short, you know. Yeah. So 50, still have the hair. I do. I'm 50 years old. I love I've that. had a full That's of hair. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Man, the pussy I'm getting. The pussy you could I love getting. saying that because there's nothing stupider. The pussy you're getting? Uh, well. Anyone. You know what I do? I walk up to the crew members when I'm working on something. I go, man, you guys love pussy. And they always roar because it's just so stupid. <laughs> I love saying to people, you know what you love? You love pussy. You I, just do. It's like know, so dumb. I agree. I agree. Well, there are people in this business. I'm going to throw another maxim at you. Uh-huh. People that do it for money. There are people that do it for fame. And there are people that do it for pussy, so, to use your term. And there are people that do it for the art. Nobody interesting does it for the money. Answer this question. Do you do it for the money? Which? <laughs> what? Your comedy. No. El- Larry? David? No. Well, no had, fucking way. And I have had a discussion about it. The motivation cannot be money. It's but never it, money. It's never money. I know. Who money, gives a shit? The money does come. Yes. If you're funny. Mo- uh, 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 someone I know, a uh, famous actress. Please. I do it. No. Do it. Um, no. Because I don't know how she feels about for my wife's best friend. Okay. But, so but, a gay man. No, no, it's a woman. Uh, but she says funny is money. Really? It is. And that's fine. But nobody who's really killing it in that way that we all respect. Their motivation was. It can't be. I remember. This is. You'll this, dry I, I up. Found this, I found this fascinating. And this blew my mind. There was a comic. And I really don't remember his name. He used to play at the Laugh Factory. And he was funny. And he would kill. Mm. Oh, did he kill? <laughs> and he said to me one, I go, you're so funny. You know, he goes, yeah, but 
you know what? If I don't have a sitcom deal, this is back this is back oh, in the yeah, day. I understand when they were given out. That was the premise. That's what you work for. This you know? that phrase dated this. If, yes, exactly. Yeah. He goes, if I don't have a sitcom deal by uh, we gave a date, I'm out. And guess what? He didn't, and he was out. No, because he was all about the fame. Kills me. Yeah. It's a sad, sad. Yeah, and then, I mean, but also, but, but the truth was though, he wasn't that funny. Like right. where it was a tragedy. It was like, oh, you're funny. You could do this. Right, 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 right. You know, you could be a utility second baseman yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Orioles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you may you may hit a homer here and there. Yeah. Um, but you could play under a, a contract. But yeah. you're not going to be starting at the All Star game. Right. And they're not going to be a Hall of Fame speech. This year, you think you're popping. Next year, nobody will miss you. Talib Kweli. <laughs> See, I relate to people. Yes, you do. The youth. So that that's very interesting, but also then sex too. It's not it's not one of your main interests. Me? You're not like a poon hound. Oh, hold on a second. No, I I yes and no. You're allowed to enjoy the sex you have with no, your no, wife. No, no, of course, no, no, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> I love. I, I, yeah, sex is great. What were you gonna say? No, no, no. no, no, no you were gonna, gonna say. No, I wasn't gonna. I, I had nowhere to go. I oh, I thought go. you were gonna go. I no, no. love going down. I love pussy. No, because um, it's just so stupid sounding. I understand. No, um, what happened to me um, at my age and where I'm at? I'm not kidding you. When I was in my 30s and I'd be sitting at my desk writing something mm-hmm. or working on a set, I'd only, I couldn't, I'd only be thinking about. Sex. Sex. Big Jayin? A lot uh, of Jayin? What's that? Jerking it? On occasion, but not in my office. <laughs> I've never jerked where I work. <laughs> Thank you very much. I find that this, the idea that people come into my office for meetings and I may have touched my penis in there. Yeah. Disturbing on so many levels. I've, I had an office in New York that I had sex with two or three different people in uh, the office. Yeah, just... And I, jerked I haven't it. done it with my wife in there. Nothing and I know for a fact Mulaney jerked in there. Oh, a lot of guys see, jerking. See, enjoy. <laughs> I have too much... I don't want people doing, doing that. Um, but, um, what, what, what was I just going to say? Uh, uh, you love sex. You, when you're okay, 30, so, you couldn't stop so, thinking about it. No, but somebody recently... Oh, Flanny, I'll even say who it is. Sure, because I'm. I was just talking to him about that uh, that comedian who performs in French. I can't remember his name. He, he did, oh, uh, Minchin, Tim no, Minchin. No, no, no. This is a uh, Eddie Izzard. No, anyway, he does. No, there's a guy who like his whole audience are are Moroccan Jews. I saw him do some shows at the Comedy Store, but I remember the women in the audience when I saw him at the Comedy Store. I thought were like ridiculously beautiful yes so i was mentioning that and he goes because i'm always talking about how beautiful yes, somebody sure, is, or sure, that is sure sure so he called me a dog but no i'm a dog if i walk up to the beautiful woman and go hi i'm jeff garland touch my wiener. Yeah. that's my newest bit by the way it's touch called my wiener touch dog. my wiener how much more innocent and sweet that is if you ask to have someone touch your wiener um, so I'm not a dog because I don't do any of that stuff. Oh, no. Touch my wiener, dog. Yeah. yeah that's not my – that's not who I am. I understand. Uh, for somebody who has um, respect towards his marriage and respect towards sure. stuff, I certainly talked about sex a lot Yeah, today. no, it's fun to talk about sex, though. It what is. kind of What kind of a jerk schedule are you on as a 50-year-old? A jerk schedule? Yeah. Here's how – the jerk schedule. The jerk <laughs> schedule? There is no schedule. <laughs> 
I have to find myself. You're freestyling. No, I have to find myself in a room holding it, and I go, "Oh, look at me!" <laughs> no, really, it's not. It's not. I'm I remember so, when I was a kid. I'm being... so motivated by being a good father. Yes, good at my work, everything. That I don't even. I. I, I don't. I like if I'm sitting in the courtyard at Largo, <laughs> and there's beautiful women walking everywhere, and some of my shows, I'm like, "Oh, they came to see me." Wow. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at them and all that stuff, and I'm not going home and thinking about them. But that's pretty much the extent of my... You like a good lurk. (laughs) See, now, another thing that I'm talking about in my act now is creepiness. Yes. Um, So, yes, uh, the the lurk. But to me, the word... the, the, The lurk. Lurking is so much a stronger word than looking. Yeah. Lurking means you may pounce. Yes, that's right. There's no pouncing with you. You lurk in the bush, you leer on the bench. <laughs> well, I'm not leering either, because leering means... You're peeping. No, Wait, no. No, because <laughs> leering means you have an agenda in your head. You may not do it, right? but you have an agenda in your you head. You are harmlessly peeping, uh, harmlessly no, you're scoping. Very, no. You're no. visually enjoying. Yes. You're glancing. You give a glance. I give a glance. Give a glance. Because I don't also want to be caught, so I give a glance. Give a I'm glance. A I'm pro-glance. A lot of women I will not lurk. A lot of women. I'm not about to leap. I dated a woman who was curvaceous and sexy, and she would come home and report the glances, leers, lurks, and catcalls she got in the exact same fashion a comedian, me, would describe having a good set. Oh, so she was pretty dug it. She was pro-leer, pro-lurk, pro-glance. Oh, see, I, I, I do it and I turn away. I don't. I think maybe you get caught. We get you some dick pills, and we're ruining. Okay, marriages. are you ready for this? No, there's no dick pills, and and my marriage being my marriage is. is oh no! Perfect. It'll only be stronger. No, but here's here's what I was gonna say to you. Um, here's what I was gonna say to you. Um, yes. Um, Lear lurk girl that loved being lurked at. Pro. No, 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 no. I, I don't even remember anymore. Oh, but I just sorry. know that um, I, I like uh, looking at the, the ladies. I love a I good look. But no, no there's something. It's, it's it's intrinsically romantic. You know, you'll never see them. Nothing's going to happen. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Well, here we are. The times, and it wasn't a lurk because I was going to pounce, but I was <laughs> was not going to pounce. What, what what was the one where I, I was thinking? Uh, I was looking a little bit too glance. long. Okay, it was a strong glance. You held your glance. I held my. You know, but it was. What are we more, looking at? The buttocks. The buttocks. The buttocks. Oh, the buttocks. Yes, I thought they were like Botox. Like they did <laughs> I no. asked the doctor for Botox. Way, he gave me a new ass. By the way, it's always the butt. You love the ass. Love it. Can I throw I'm this a big your fa- face and butt? Is uh, the combo? Breasts can be flat and be gigantic. Doesn't matter to me. It's all about. I, I this love is why the, you don't love Elvira. Well, no, she's I, all boobs. I'm pro big bosom. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but that's not something. It's not like a requisite. A, like if if a woman had very small breasts, but not had a, like a great bro. ass. Yeah. Wee. Yeah. Okay. Big breasts and a gigantic wide ass, as opposed to like curvy black girl ass. Yeah. I'm talking about that. I'm not in. But I like all asses. You like a big ass. I like. I like everything. I like. I like. I like the ladies. Too. I'm but Jeff Garland. Let me, and I like I, the ladies. That's the quote I want from the show. I'm going to put this your way. Yeah. In the documentary Crumb, I actually brought this up with one of the guests, and I didn't get to finish it. Was he, this woman says that men that like legs and ass tend to be lower, um, shorter? Nope. Cool. That's very funny. No, I, didn't know what you I thought it was a funny joke. Yeah. Uh, when they were little, they didn't get as much attention. They were on the floor, so they're they're associating women 
with asses because that's I, my mother was a smothering lady. Really, picking and her you up. friend smothered me. And Fuck you, theory. That was the theory. Well, they were the saying door. confident men tend to like breasts because that's the food source. They have to be picked up to get them when they're little. Confident men. That is the dumbest well, thing I've ever heard. It's not my Why theory. would it make you more confident? No, no, no. Because as a child, you were loved more. You were picked up. That's where the boobs are, and you were fed no, no, more. No, no, and that's no, where the no, boobs no, are. No, no, that's that's a bunch of bullshit. I'll take that. It's a bunch. I of love them. putting a nice theory okay. on the table. No, but here's if you agreed with here's it, what's happened to me. This is my you. favorite. This is hit me with got, an ass quote. We're leering. I have gotten. We're glancing. It's more. It's more leering. That's okay. why I was saying I was jumping to leering on these yeah, because okay. I couldn't stop myself, and I thought like, wow, yeah. you know. And this has happened uh, three or four times, maybe even five or six times. And then a few times the other, but it's the same thing. You're pulling a rescue me because you're no. Dennis Leary. What? What are you talking about? His show is Rescue Me. Yeah. Dennis Leary. Le- uh, oh, dear God. Can I have the keys to your car? I'm going to go wait in your car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll be staring at the girl. Yes. And either the few times the girl's gone, you're Jeff Garland. Yes. And I go, hi, and they didn't even notice. Yes. Or they noticed and they liked it. Yes. And I talked to them for a minute, and there you go. Okay. The flip side, though, I mean, the same thing, but in a different way, which is hysterical. I'll be looking at a woman and not notice their boyfriend. Notice their boyfriend. I make eye contact with the boyfriend. I'm like, oh, fuck, I've been caught. And the boyfriend says, Jeff Garland. Yeah, there you go. Honey, he's from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, yes. And they're so happy, and he can't be happy enough yes. to introduce me to his girlfriend. This is how you tip a performer. Oh, look my at, God. Look so, at my girlfriend's ass. So that is um, someone once on Twitter <clears throat> wrote. Is there one more, uh, Aquafina? You bet there is. I'm going to finish that, baby. And let's say when this is done, this is over. All right. Is that good? I love the organic nature of that. Okay. Please don't chug it right now. That would be a <laughs> yeah, big fuck you to me. To. That would be a, a big fuck you. But um, there was a guy once on um, on Twitter yes. who wrote me and said, why were you staring at my girlfriend today? I found it terribly insulting, this whole thing. And I'm thinking, because I can remember God. if I if I looked at like I'm like when did that happen? Because it's not likely for me to. Yeah. I'm like, and I wrote back. I go, where was it? Turns out he was lying. Like trying to get my, oh, he got great, my goat. Great. Yeah. Motherfucker, getting yeah. goats. Look, if we're gonna, if we only have a water, we gotta get to, we gotta get to God. Oh my God, I thought you were gonna go try. to God, my friend. So you're chosen. Go with God. You went to Hebrew school. I went to Hebrew school. What's, at your, what's your Hebrew name? Uh, y- Yosef. It's been a while. Yeah. Yosef, the name yeah. of Christ. Uh, yeah, there you go. Josh, Yeshua, mm-hmm. Joseph. Joseph, Jesus. yeah. Yassel uh, is also. Yassel, Yassel Crow? Yosef and Yassel. Yeah. What's Yassel short for Yassel? Yassel, I think, is more of a. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm still what's, laughing what's, at what's the word? Crow. What's the word? Yassel Crow. <laughs> it's. Um. um I forgot. I forgot. Hey, don't worry about it. Okay. Let's. We're going to do this speed round, okay. and then I'm going to ask you the hardest time you've laughed. Don't okay. think about it yet. I know the answer. I can't wait. That's okay. how we're going to close it it's out. Very clear. I know it. I, the hardest I ever laughed by far. I can't wait to hear it. And I know the second one. I know the top two. I want to hear both. Okay. And then it's up to you. We can. Well, right. we could sing if you wanted to. I'm not going to sing. Okay. Then we're not going to. We're going to end with that. Then uh, let's do this. Uh, is it God? We got a God. Yes. Which God? The Hebrew God? No. Which one? None. God all around us? God all around us. We are God. Higher power. Higher power. Yes, I believe in a higher power. You didn't go to AA. 
I'm, I am. Oh, a, I'm sorry. I know that's a personal question. No, uh, no, no, no. I've never, I've never had trouble with alcohol, but I've had trouble with the milkshakes ah. and the burgers. So I have gone to OA. Over. Okay. So yes. So I do believe in a higher power. Is that where you got it? What the higher power? I mean, yes. Okay. Yes, I. But I've always believed in God. When I was a kid, I. I by it, the way, I believe there's a God. It resonates uh, with you. It resonates with me, but I don't have a specific God. I am Jewish. That's more who I am in terms of uh, right. You know, you have a cultural identity, and your people have a God. I'm not yeah, trying to sound old right, timey, exactly. But I'm not big into the Jewish religion You're a, or any organized religion. A Jewish leaning. Spiritually open person. I'm a spiritually open person, and they, I do transcendental meditation, which is not religious. Oh, I forgot we didn't. Uh, yeah, we right. talked about yes. that. I, I'm big into the old TMers. Yeah, TM is great. It's wonderful. Um, but I'm 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 a very open spiritual thing. I understand um, what's it called when you um, you doubt there's a god, but you're not uh, agnostic. Agnostic. Most atheists are agnostic. Atheists. Right, but which I totally get. Yeah. But atheist, that's as strong as saying you're a hardcore Baptist. We get this a lot, and I have to I have to <laughs> have to try and articulate their point. Atheists are saying, given the evidence, we think most likely No, hold on. But, that, but that's why they hold call on. it that's why they call it agnostic uh, atheist. Most okay. atheists when you say given the evidence, yes. we think. Yeah. No. You're talking most about th- hardcore, definitely no. That's most atheists that I know or meet are are very much there is no God. I find if you push them, they'll say there's a point zero ten hundred thousand. Probably because they don't want to talk about it anymore. Could there be a bearded man in the sky? That's often what they say. Yes, of course, that's a possibility. I don't know what it is, what it looks like. I believe in it. Okay, atheist. I hope I did better. See, I'm I'm not I'm not. But I understand uh, agnostic atheist. Yeah, I I understand that premise. Oh, sure. If there is a God, show me. I don't believe it. I understand having that. And I did go through a period where I was very much agnostic. Yeah, but my soberness, um, food sobriety, food sobriety. Um, has I do believe in a higher power. Okay. I do, very much so. Are we praying? I'm humble. Humility is your prayer. Humility is my prayer. I am humble. What do you tell me what what what? What, what does that mean? That means that I am not so great that there's something above Listening me. You. you know, something more than me. And that could be you. That could be God. That could be Whoever, I am lucky. You're bowing your head. I am bowing my head. To a lot of things. To the world. But you're not wearing a yarmulke. No, I don't wear a yarmulke when I do it. Uh-huh. Um, and I do wear a yarmulke out of respect when I do go to temple. Sure. If um, I'm at a rush, I, but I a rush Hashanah, yeah, well, throw on a yarmulke. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and sometimes a talus, you know, I'm very proud to be Jewish, yep. but it's not, I'm, I, I don't like organized religion, and I, I do, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Lovely, but when you t- when you meditate, you feel a connection to some sort of life energy, some sort of very much so. Yeah, there you but go. I don't know what it is. See, that's one of the things. I'm not to the people. Can I say you're gonna? No, I was gonna say I don't question it. Okay, there you go. That's all I was gonna say. Let me throw this your way because okay. I wonder if you'll like it. I'd love to have Ricky Gervais on the show. Right, I think, I think he's wonderful. 
And one of my things is like the people that don't believe in God and believe me, I'm a recreational atheist. I have days where I'm just atheist and it's, it's just a, a wonderful Well, certain days answers. can throw you in that sure. direction. Yeah, well. Very much so. And certain days can throw you into much more of a believer. Of I mean, course. that goes, you know, whatever, you know. It depends on a lot of things. Days yes. of tragedy, we just had one and yeah. that, can, that can really make you question Very much so. But one of the things that I want to ask Ricky is like, uh, and not not even a cha- again. This isn't hard copy. I'm not like, hey, I'm just wondering about. The- I love how you're going to hard copy as if it I exists. know. I know. Go what ahead. should I say? Uh, there is something there that I should say. The people that don't believe in God. To that, I say, are we looking? For- this is an investigative journalism. Yeah, go there you go. There you okay. go. Okay. The people that don't believe are they looking for God? Because I find when I'm not looking for God, I start running out of a good amount of God. No, I don't think they are. But when I meditate... I think Ricky Gervais is part of the reason that he's an atheist is he's full of ego. Okay, yeah. It's about him. I, I, I... from and what so, I've read, I see that. I, 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 I'm a fan of his. I yeah. dig him. But that's also the vibe I get. Yeah, that, sure. Me, that, you know. And I've worked with him. Yeah. You know, and so that's the vibe I get. Yeah, that yeah, it's, yeah. He's about you know him. That's, yes. I don't know if he's a narcissist. Um, but it's hard. It's, when but we're looking, I think that's the direction he's going. When we're looking at spiritual pursuits, which are the death of the ego, when right. we're meditating. All right. Let's, yeah, you go just, ahead. You just nailed it, yeah, man. Okay. Ego. Hit it. Is bullshit. Ego should just get the fuck out of the room. It's in the way. Because ego is the only... Wars... It's not women that are cause wars, as they say. It's egos. It's ego, ego, ego. Humbleness and kindness and warmth are where where it's at, man. Easing people's pain through comedy. So I aspire to a state... Of no ego. That is a goal. Yeah. And that's being close to whoever God is or whatever God is. Absolutely. Get rid of the fucking ego, man. And I actually believe the loss of ego and the presence of God uh, is somehow achieved, at least partially, certainly partially, in being present. Because one of my favorite uh, teachings, I just talked about this with Eddie Pepitone, is that the ego wants to survive. Right. So it's saying, I'm Jeff Garland, the comedian. So the ego wants you to dwell on the past reminding you, hey, remember when you were Jeff Garland? Right. And it wants you to worry about the future and go, you're going to be Jeff Garland at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Of, the amount of anxiety that ego causes. He, he's all the anxiety. Two things I hate. Hit it. In terms for me, feeling. Yes. Anxiety. Yep. And nausea. <laughs> okay. I, I really... Yeah. N- not that anybody likes nausea. Yeah. But it paralyzes me. It's like my little pussy festival. That's great. That I'm like, I'm scared. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. hate... Nausea coming on just fucking wrecks me emotionally. Yes. As well as physically. I understand. And uh, Shakes uh, your foundation. Shakes my foundation. And, and anxiety. anxiety can do that too. But both of them, truthfully, can be caused from ego. If my ego is big enough that I say I can eat what I want and do what I want, yeah. I'll ultimately end up nauseous. That's right. Your ego... And killing myself. ...can be in the way. Yes. And when we can transcend through meditation or through a fucking game of tennis, I don't right. care. Right. But when we can transcend and we're in the moment... The ego actually goes away, and that's the feeling of peace. Very much so. Right? Yes. It's bizarre. And that's the feeling that, for lack of a better word, unfortunately the word has been dragged through the mud and and ruined. God. God. People do horrible things in the name of God. Really horrible things. But, but, yeah, it's really because they feel it's their God, their rules. Yes. And that's why I'm open to a God, but I'm sorry there's not six or seven of them at a a Justice League meeting. (laughs) But if it is, it's Batman. (laughs) <laughs> he is my favorite. Dead over. What's that? You die, you die. 
over afterlife? Oh, no, no, there's afterlife. You think so? Yeah, but I don't know that it's necessary. Yeah. I don't know. We're that, on a roll. I know, but I don't know that it's necessarily an afterlife where I'm playing ping pong or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a norm. There is some other journey. Yeah. That you go on. Okay. Whether it's your your uh, part of your... I don't know what it is. Who am I to say what it is? It's a great answer. But there is some other journey, and I don't know if it's a ghost. I don't know if it's flying through the cosmos. Yeah. I don't know if you go into a little kid who's being born. Yeah. Reincarnation. I don't know. Meeting your maker. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Ways. I don't know any of it. But I do strongly believe, the same way I believe in a God, that there's something more. And you're not afraid of it. Well... You're, you, it's a little uncomfortable, but you're not you worried. Know. No, I I do worry. When the lights that. go out, are, is one of your fears, and I'm sorry to bring up death, but you're, uh-huh. you're passing, and it's peaceful, and it's lovely, and uh-huh. all your loved ones are there. It's the best death ever. That's not a good death. Death in general is just bad. I understand. Yeah. But we're there. But this plane, because the next plane might be better. That's the thing. I don't know. Okay. It's, by the way, who's comfortable with a mystery? Nobody. Thank so, you for saying so that. So that's what you're saying to me. Yeah. When you die, are you comfortable? Yeah, but you're it's like, not, no, because it's a mystery. But, I don't know. But, but I'm not, not obsessing about it in tons of anxiety. Or worried that you're going to go to some torturous place or a bad place. Oh, I never even think that. I never even consider the possibility of a torturous bad place. I don't think that exists. There we go. I because like- I think that even if you're someone who's terrible and done terrible things, I think in the next journey you'll become enlightened. There you and go. you'll grow. I think that's very gracious. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's why I do really think that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, so, I, so do I believe in heaven and hell? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell seems like a very human idea. People want to punish. Yes, our, yes, yes, our, yes. Our Hitlers. But I, our... but I, I do dig uh, instant karma. Tell me what that means. That means when someone is a douchebag and doing something bad, something bad happens to them, and we all watch it. Yeah, that's pleasant. I mean, you know, you believe in it though. Oh, I do. I do believe it happens, but I don't think it like automatically happens. Right, right, you right. Know? But there are some instant karma things. You let, know, you let, just go, well, how about that? Yeah, let me ask you this: about if we're saying that humans definitely, and I love that answer. I want that answer to be true. We go off and we fly around. That's just one of the possibilities. Okay. Where does it stop? A chimpanzee? What do you mean? Does he have an afterlife? Oh, I think all living things do. Really? Yes. What a great answer. Yeah, I think, I, all, I, I think even even to a degree, a plant. Yeah. I mean, I think that all, every, every, everything, there's something that's constantly coming and going. Yeah. That's just my, with, with, uh, with plants growing, with monkeys being born. So what does that say about our responsibility to not kill plants or eat, or eat cows or whatever? Well, I have, uh, right now I'm eating only fish. Right, but you I don't know, but ethically, hmm. my problems with, meat doesn't really agree with me. Okay. Although I do love a good cheeseburger, but I don't feel so great afterwards. Sure. Okay. But a great part of it for me is ethical. And that is also the great argument about plants that you said that people who are vegetarians or vegans, well, they have proven that plants and flowers and things feel. Really? And react to music, react to lots of things. Pipe smoke. It's true. I broke it. The fact of all things, pipe smoke. Yeah, yeah. smoke. <laughs> I got it from a Garrison Keillor story. Yeah, um, but but <laughs> so again with that, it's a big bowl of who knows. I don't know. Okay. I know I have to survive. Yeah. And to survive, if I had to survive, and the only way I could survive is by eating meat. Let's say that was our only choice. You're gonna eat some meat. Unfortunately, meat has to be eaten. But if aliens come and they need to survive, they eat you, and you go like, "That's what it is." Place. No, circle. I fight them off. I fight yeah. off the aliens, and I'm the leader. 
But they 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 uh, control you with their mind, and you kill yourself and barbecue yourself. Oh, that's a bad movie. It's a bad death too. But then bad. you embrace the mystery, and then I'm flying around space, and I show up on their planet. There you go, and you go. What was that all about? Yeah. But I don't believe that there's mean aliens flying in the sky. You don't? No. Uh, Stephen Hawking thinks that if aliens get here, they'll probably be uh, malevolent. Well, that's Stephen Hawking. The fuck does he know? What was the last walk he went on? Oh my god! Where he just thought and observed things. I, I, that was I had a ter- no. I, I had a terrible. I almost tweeted this. I said, "Do you think Stephen Hawking's favorite song, Radiohead song is uh, Fitter, Happier?" Yeah, because it's the one with the computer voice. voice I know, but the but truth you, is, but, you, right, did, but, but you didn't laugh. <laughs> but the truth is, Stephen Hawking may be right. Sure, but I don't. Feel Who cares? I don't feel he is. Tell me the two. I, I loved your answer. I'm filing it away as one of the one of the greats. Um, two hardest laughs, and then we're out of here. Okay, so I can tell you my f- favorite professional laugh, and then like in a situation, a comedy situation. Yes, please. And then I will tell you the greatest laugh I've ever had in my life. I can't wait. The greatest professional laugh was something I was not prepared for, even though I knew it was coming. Mm. And that was we did an episode of Curb where my wife found panties in my glove compartment (laughs) and Larry also (laughs) had to steal pants. It was a whole thing. He was told to say, but at a certain point at the end of the show, Officer Krupke... Uh, told him to drop, you know, he dropped his pants. Yes. To prove a point that he loves wearing ladies' underwear. Well, to see Larry David in red ladies' underwear, I I laughed so hard, first take, and I had a, I ran in the other room and put my head under a pillow to try and stop it. It, it took me about 15 minutes. So professionally, that's my biggest laugh. Larry personally, in red underwear. Personally... Uh, it was with my biggest laugh was actually with a professional uh, comedian and yes. writer and performer, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yes. We both lived on 72nd Street in New York. And we, we, he lived uh, he lived between uh, Columbus and Broadway and I lived between Broadway and West End, which means we're like a block and a half from each other, a block from each other. Mm-hmm. And we walked up and down our block many times going somewhere to eat, to a movie, whatever. And there was a video store between our things. And in front of the video store was a ceramic clown, a very large ceramic clown. Full body, not just the head. <laughs> full ceramic clown. And and one day we're walking by it. And Bob reacted as if, forget never seen the clown before, but he reacted as if... There was a murderer in his bedroom in the middle of the night with a giant, like, axe to get him. He reacted so scared, and he leapt. It was such a commitment to just making me laugh. Screaming, oh, oh, into, into 72nd Street, which is extraordinarily busy. It's a busy, not extraordinarily busy, but it's a busy street. A car honking, swerving around him. I couldn't find, to this day, it's unequivocally the hardest laugh I ever he was so He was so legitimately scared. And I was crying. He had seen it a hundred times. Yeah, a hundred million. Yeah. I had. I almost lost consciousness. I remember clearly. I almost lost consciousness. I almost. Uh, um, 
I laid out, I was on the ground. I fell on the ground. I couldn't stand up. <laughs> and I was crying. And I, and I was crying. I was, someone came by, they'd go, what the hell's wrong with him? Oh, my it God. Just, and what was great for him was it was so much of a stronger reaction on my part than he even anticipated. Yes. He couldn't believe how hard I was laughing. Oh, my God. And I have laughed with Larry. I've shared Hard, hard laughs yes, with Larry. Yes, yes, Because the, the panty one, and with the button, was not one that he necessarily shared. He enjoyed it. Yeah. But there have been times where he and I <laughs> see something that's going on, no one else sees, and we share it, and we, yeah, 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 and we yeah, laugh yeah, yeah, really yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Odenkirk one was unequivocally number one. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. People, Thank you. Hold people on, love us. This. Yeah, finish the water. We, I'm going to explain the last thing you have to do. We just have every guest say, keep it crispy. It started as a joke. Well, why do you say that? Chris, I'm sorry, I'm asking. I'm going to do it. No, no, no. I, I, but why, and why, you why could you also not do it. Chelsea, no, no, that, Chelsea, that'd be a dick. Chelsea Peretti didn't do it. Uh, well, but, but I'm saying, what's the premise behind it? Crispy, it was a series of tweets I was doing. It, it's like some people have a hard time getting up in the morning. Not me. I jump right up on my bed and sing the first verse of Hold the Line. And then the hashtag was Keep It Crispy. So crispy just means first off, intentionally happy, present. Mm-hmm. Kind, loving, gracious. By the way, by the way, anytime you can bring a Toto reference yeah. into your tweets, yeah. fantastic. There we go. Um, and I had that first album, and I used to play that on my turntable, my Pioneer turntable. Yes, really loud. Hold the line. Really loud, crazy loud, with in, in my Technics stereo system, blasting. Yes, loved can, it. Can, can, Katie, can you play "Hold the Line"? Yeah. I want to play Hold the Line, and when you feel the mood is right mm-hmm. during the song... Say Keep It Crispy. Just say Keep It Crispy. That's great. I'm, I'm pro. This. It'll take a couple... It'll but maybe take a second. Adventure. But you're going to edit this down, right? No. We'll, we'll do the waiting together? Even the waiting, yeah. The only thing we'll take out is we'll bleep the celebrity's name, and I hit the microphone hard one time. All right. That's all that comes out. What's the name and of your podcast? Way, Let's plug your podcast. by the way, any of the sexual things that you think I wouldn't want to like remember that I said, cut those. I think you'll be okay with all of them. Okay, but I'm saying if you listen to them and go, oh, you know what? I'm just maybe. keep this part of it out. I loved it. Okay. Maybe keep, here's what I want you to cut. And I want you to say, yeah. leave this part in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want you to cut anything personal, sexual, wife stuff. Really? Well, just the wife. Not, not that I have a wife and something else. Oh, have, I see. But I'm saying involving my wife. I don't think you said anything. If I did, her. though. Oh, Katie, would you mind listening? To, she'll if listen I to did. the sex part and she'll send you a clip. Okay, but she'll even send me a clip. Doesn't just, don't even send the clip. Just, just if it's if, if if it's sexual in nature involving my wife, it I'd rather seems not. to me all we said about your wife was that I made a joke that you give her the business. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, that's how I say I want to. No, that's a and joke. That's it. That's a joke. But and you anything, said that you enjoy don't. being with your wife. I know, but even that take that out. No, I enjoy being with my wife. Don't <laughs> take it out. Oh, you were saying don't just then. I don't even say wife. it again. I have a crush on I, to her. Be, to be, oh, see, to be honest, I know it's t- it's kind of a taboo thing, but to hear Larry Miller, you, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other married guys. Unfortunately, one of them just got divorced. Uh, but these really, really uh, sweet guys that love their wives. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, David Koechner. Mm-hmm. It's a, By the way, it's a great you lesson. Two other to guys, us. Larry Miller yeah. and David Keckner. I love their wives. That's what I'm saying. I, lo- I know I, their wives. I don't I know. I love their wives. They have great wives. Lady Keckner is one of my favorite people. How funny is she? She's super hilarious. What's she doing now? She was trying for a talk show. She was. She? she came close with like the Oprah Network. They were looking. Really? Yes. She was being considered. She's, she's very. She's a, I follow her on the tweetsies. I, I don't follow anyone anymore. I follow. I know you I unfollowed follow, me. 
I, but, but don't take that personal. I don't. I didn't. I take a lot of funny people. I, I follow right now Sarah Silverman, Zach Galifianakis, and the Dalai Lama. Because they need retweets. No, because no, no. <laughs> well, I do retweet. Ah. Sarah on a I retweet all three of them. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, yeah. is schmoes like me need the Garland poll. I know, but there is no Garland poll. I have like 145,000, 40,000. That's know. like 100 more than me. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, you no, you know what? You know what? You may even have more than me, you no, lose. No, no, no. I, I got, I'm closing it on 70. Oh, that's, really? That's still plenty. I know. Yeah, and you know what? But you know what's great? You know what? That felt like drive, and I didn't like it. I was joking. No, no but I was going to say to you, though, yeah. Allison, Sarah, when I say that's good, yeah. I, I look how many people like Sarah's got like seven million yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. five million. But the point being is, she has a lot of people who follow her who are, you know, not legit. Yep. Who are not fans of hers. Yep. Or what you know, what I'm saying. To be, I just read in a magazine Justin Bieber who has like thirty or I don't know uh, ten million. Okay, let's yeah. say uh, they estimate fifty percent of them are bots or or fake accounts. Of course. Yeah, of course. So. Um, my 140, your 70, whatever it is, yeah, you're right. are legit motherfuckers who dig me That's and right. dig That's you. Right. There you go. Yeah, no, it's a, no, it's so it's good. It's hey, not a bad thing. Hey Jeff. Yeah. Fucking a. Yeah. Hey Jeff. Uh, yeah. Hold the line. Good night, nurse. Good night, nurse. Right, wait, go ahead, play it. Oh yeah. So Jeff. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. It was a pleasure for me. I'm so happy this is playing in the background as we say goodbye. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. That's why the tweet is funny. This Do you know how important it is to hold the line, though? Isn't that a battle term? But in life, hold the line. Stand your ground. Have some boundaries. Yeah. Don't eat that cheeseburger. Don't. Hold the line. Hold the line. That's stay tough. Saying. Stay stay solid, you man. You hate being nauseous. You know the important thing to do is? What's that? Keep it crispy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Keep it crispy. Keep this music going. Do not stop because I said keep it crispy. Hold the line. So picture me, 16 years old, 17, 15, yes, whatever it was. This album comes out with the Toto thing on it. I put it on my Techniques turntable. Blast. Yes. My mom would come in and I'd say, Mom, keep it crispy. <laughs> Uh, you can fade it out whenever you want now. It's not in the way you say a bride. Ooh, I got you to sing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you said you wouldn't sing. All right, four Aquafina waters, no lunch. Powered through. Two and a half, two hours forty. Jeff Garland. Thank you. Keep it crispy. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.